0: Flock
1: with this, flock with this,
2: walk with this. Is there a format?
1: There is no format.
2: Okay. Just slide in here. Is this the sit down with Joe Riddle? Look.
1: Yeah. They're hot, yeah.
2: So this is the sit down. Is that the name of it now? That I guess that could be the name of it.
1: I guess I always have the larger head. Try not to sweat so much over everything. How you running?
2: I'm fucking great. So um This is this is it? This is dope. So is there anything in particular? I mean, do you want to run this some kind of way, or do you want to start um, at the beginning, or do you want to start talking? <laughs> do you want to start talking about um, how far in the beginning? <laughs> yeah. Um, do you want to? Um, how do you want to do it? Just tell me. Where do we go? Do what do we start talking about? What is this about? Uh, am I going to be promoting a thing? Uh do you want to All right, talk So about, do you have an intro? This is how we do it. <laughs> <laughs> okay. All right. That's exactly how I do it. Okay. Just like that. Okay. So we're doing it now. Okay. We're so, live. Yeah, So does it go the sit down with gorilla Yeah, it's not even close. Dun, 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 dun. Am I
1: framed? Ah. Can't see if i'm right. framed over there i'm framed
2: yeah you're in there yeah i'm just super hot over here with the light on me
1: see i wish i had some of that light on me
2: well if the light went to there i think you'd be better off
1: Let's switch it the sit down
2: see that's that's a
1: lot better i think i should have you on this doing this uh for me
2: the sit down okay so with the gorilla <laughs>
1: Yeah. So the podcast. Shasta. No?
2: Shasta. <laughs> Shasta.
1: I don't was Shasta. So the podcast is Flock with Us.
2: Mm. Flock with Us. Right.
1: And these couple first episodes are just me uh, introducing mm-hmm. my people okay. and getting to know them better. Okay. So right now we're with uh, JD Hell yeah, we of are. IMJD.com. Yes, sir. And this dude is a artist, publisher. Mm, yes. No,
2: okay. Yes. Author. Author. Mm-hmm. Um, There's too many things to name. Yeah, musician. recording artist. Yeah, recording artist, musician. Musician. Yeah, actually play instruments, which is rare for. What artists. do you play? I play. Uh, I play drums for about seven years, uh, and uh, I play guitar and bass. None of them. I mean, professionally. I mean, I mean i did uh play drums like could you hold your own like i Yeah, not yeah yeah. <laughs>
0: yeah yeah i played Anna. drums
2: we were playing in bands when i was young we were playing in bands um and we weren't even old enough to get into the venues but they had to let us in because we were the band so damn yeah, it was pretty we played cannery and uh, a lot of those places so the, some the, of the, the places are still down
1: the, the idea is this all right okay I take everyone to uh Not to dinner. Uh-huh. <laughs>
0: okay.
1: I, I like take steak. everyone listening. Yes. To to the year two thousand and one. Mm-hmm. And you should probably turn your phones off.
2: Yes, that is so true. Can, can, you, give, can you give me one second? Yeah, as it? long as I can record it, i yeah, at it. Yeah, later. you absolutely can't. Yo, on. man, I forgot to turn my phone off, man. I'm like, uh-huh. I'm in the middle of recording right now a podcast, and oh, I for- bad, bad. and forgot, no, right, no, 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 you good, I just forgot to turn my phone off, and so literally, you're on the podcast right now, so, amazing, yeah, <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. How from- yeah, how are you from Iraq, yeah, you're fucking Iraq, this fool is in Iraq, mm-hmm. yeah, in the middle of the Iraq. war zone, and where at, in Iraq, Mister. Uh, are, are you Sir. are you currently fucking any goats? No, I am not. Uh, <laughs> that, was, that, that was that was that was an early part of my life. Okay. I was hanging out with the white with the white settlers. What? Okay, and it's not goats; it's sheep. Okay, oh, okay. the ones that your ancestors, the that ancestors used to still currently fuck. <laughs> okay <Damn. laughs> all, right. <laughs> all right well okay um i'll just and, and, and apparently and, and apparently that's why you live in fairview because there's an abundance uh, of, of, of livestock there nice and you know you have this you have this huge fenced-in yard mm-hmm. and, and lots of wooded area in the back so you can make all kinds of noise with them if you want well thanks for <laughs> so letting everyone on the podcast so know where i and live yeah thanks i appreciate it i appreciate <laughs> it would you so since you've confirmed on this podcast that you actually do fuck sheep you want to tell everybody your name, <laughs> <laughs> that's my real name. oh that's great that is so good <laughs> <laughs> nice nice this is some bullshit this is the bullshit yeah so he when my phone rang we're in the middle of this podcast with my man joe rilla and the podcast is called flock with us and so we're sitting here talking and then my phone rings and i'm like fuck man and he was like yeah you should probably turn your phone off and so it's recording yeah. right now so you are on the podcast <laughs> yeah but but otherwise but, you would you wouldn't have had this awkward yeah, well, you know, but now you're on the podcast. So how does that make you feel? Well, I mean, you know,
1: listen, you know, I've, I've, I've done some uh, commercials and, you know. Oh, yeah? Like, some films here and there and stuff like that. So, I mean, it, it's really
2: kind of second nature to me at this point. Ah. Like, you know, it's, it, it doesn't bother me at all. Nice. Okay. Yeah. Well. Joe, really, Ger- I've heard a lot about you and, you know, hopefully this, this, uh, by the way, this is Zabar Zabari. The legendary. The legendary Zabar Zabari. Okay. All, calling in. All praise to Zabari. Very, very candidly. Like... Uh, actually, Zabar uh, was driving behind me uh, on one episode of um, the Nolansville Road episode. Oh, really? Yeah. So, um, <laughs> do you remember that, Zabar? yeah, <laughs> <laughs> That's, yeah I, that yeah. I, I do I, I do remember that when you brandish it uh, you brandished a nine millimeter firearm you mm-hmm. hung it out your window and you shot at a silver fucking dot center yeah yeah it allegedly. Was, allegedly. it allegedly and it was an allegedly a 380 not a nine millimeter it was allegedly a 380 and i allegedly did that you allegedly saw me do it this is all i just i just saw
0: Allegedly, not allegedly, my eyes worked pretty well at at that age in my life. Uh, uh, at that point in my life, I saw a young man mm-hmm.
2: who mm-hmm. uh that was kind of like straight down to kinda of look like a shitlock, dreadlocked hanging uh, <laughs> at the back. Yeah, yeah, thanks. And <laughs> <laughs> he had a head on back. I do remember this booty. Oh yeah. And I remember him leaning over in his car shooting out of the passenger side. Mm-hmm. Mm. another vehicle. Yeah. And uh, this person um, fled the city. They did flee the scene. Yeah. They did flee the scene. And, and uh, this person
1: um, I do know the person's name. I'm not sure if
2: I that also. No 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 you definitely shouldn't mention that. Also you should probably get better yeah. Wi Fi in your fucking third world country. So that, so that, so that you should probably get better Wi-Fi in your third-world country, so that it, the connection will be breaking up as we're having this podcast.
1: This is the most unprofessional podcast <laughs> I've ever been a part of. I've only been a part of a few. Well, listen, you have to unprofessional
2: You guys are just. No, 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 or no, I'd no. Have to call you? No, in. Well, I'll ca- Yeah, i ca- uh, No. <laughs> <laughs> that's the one I
1: want. I want that
2: yeah. one. Yeah, yeah, that ain't and that ain't. Uh, but that's not today though. That's not today's podcast. So you just called in. We didn't know we were accepting callers.
1: <laughs> You're on the line. Hey, well, listen, you you are
2: now. If this this motherfucker live, I I logged on somewhere. Yeah, yeah. All right, so we're gonna uh, uh we're gonna call you later, Zabar Zabari. Fuck, man! Really, dude? The full name? The full government? Damn, should I bleep Doug? that? Yeah, you should bleep that. I should bleep that. Okay, brother. All right. I <laughs> I will call you back. I'm gonna bleep it. Okay, brother. All right. You... All love.
1: Wow. All right, no, he gave dude, everything but your birthday.
2: Yeah. Fuck. He told me what's telling my address and. <laughs> what the fuck man that's a lot of you can't trust this guy
1: no you shouldn't have started with the goats yeah he would have probably went he would have been a lot
2: easier (laughs) (laughs) it's hot in the motherfucker it is try not to sweat i got the red cheeks like santa Claus. nice okay so so flock with us and then uh so we were talking about um we're talking about bands we're talking about music oh no 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 this is where i was going That's okay. where i was going with that all right so uh,
1: i was taking it back to and my story comes much later mm-hmm. throughout the history of of the podcast okay so i was talking i was taking it to 2001 okay that year mm-hmm. i walked into mars music yes and uh i needed some uh I was looking for equipment cables of some sort also
0: mm.
1: first time I was looking for equipment okay and I walked in I ran into this guy named Richard <laughs> now Richard <laughs> wore sweatpants uh-huh. and then the three button up short sleeve Mars mm-hmm. yes yeah, attire black,
2: yeah black he had long yeah. hair and yeah, he was like a top. yes yeah kind of black mulletish. right mm-hmm. and he was like yes he was a knowledgeable yeah. kind of a weird guy <laughs> yes. yeah he was so uh I trusted him. But I think he's a good dude though, I think.
1: Seemed like a good dude. He knew he knew music. Really he knew yeah. music stuff. So okay. anyway, I was trying to get into this and that. And then uh so Richard he did he did his thing. He went above and beyond for me. And then Rest in peace, Richard.
2: Oh uh, really? No, I don't know. Oh. <laughs> 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 oh, that's no. Fucked up i don't know this <laughs> dude i don't know this dude okay,
1: okay. but you work with yeah Richard. i work with him. i mean know. i remember
2: them but i didn't I don't keep know up you with them. them i don't know. okay, okay. No, I don't know. okay.
1: <laughs> so anyway i go somewhere else to get my equipment mm-hmm. but now i need cables yes okay okay so you gotta have cables so uh i park at mars which is hundred oaks yep right
0: mm-hmm.
1: um outside a hundred oaks mars which what is it now um, fuck, I don't know. It's like a Ross or some shit. I think. Okay, Ross. Yeah, yeah. So it's a Ross. So outside was this truck, mm-hmm. fully wrapped with a rap album cover on it. And I always yeah, thought, yeah, man, that's a dope truck. Thank you. Who the fuck could wrap a whole truck back then? Mm-hmm. It's 2000, 2001 Yeah, yeah. Right, and this is yeah. a camp compilation, mm-hmm. UNT, there's a Target man on the bottom. I was yeah, like, dude, this, yeah. right? Someone's doing dope shit. Anyway, I go
2: in. I'm looking for Richard. Mm-hmm. I keep walk- in mind i was fresh out at this point oh we'll get to that <laughs> no we don't have to get to that but i'm just timetable wise all dude. right so i walk
1: through the pro audio mm-hmm. i walk to the back i need cables for the sampler mm-hmm. and i'm looking for richard mm-hmm. i don't see richard mm-hmm. i'm looking for a shiny spot his sweatpants all that yeah. can't find him mm-hmm. so i see this other dude mm-hmm. with super long hair mm-hmm. in my mind i'm thinking hey drummer he'll know yeah exactly yeah. Mm-hmm. excuse me sir I'd like to buy these cables Will these work. Mm-hmm. And this man looks at me and says, what do you do? I said, I make beats. Mm-hmm. He goes, "No, nah, man, you don't want those. <laughs> and then yeah. walks me over to the monster cables. I bought the, like the cheap red and white ones. Mm-hmm. You bought me the, the monster ones. Oh yeah. says, With the gold yeah, connections. You get yeah. these. And I said, oh yeah, I need these. Yeah, these ones work better. They have gold connections. Mm-hmm. And I said, okay, same price. And he said, I'll take care of it. So immediately got the hookup. Mm-hmm. Discussed with you what I was doing. Come to find out that was your truck outside. <laughs> okay. Yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. You do beats, I yeah. do beats. Mm-hmm. Okay. I do, I rap. Mm-hmm. We got a couple albums out. You should come out to the studio. She said,
0: mm-hmm.
1: okay, I'll come to the studio. Damn. This is
2: such a great story, by the way. Isn't because, it? Yeah, because so much of it I don't remember. I do remember, but I don't remember specifics and details. Yeah, this yeah, is what yeah. I love so about stories. So you said you me,
1: I'll hit you up. Mm-hmm. And I had my two-way pager. <laughs> yeah, and he was yeah. like, I'll page you. And yeah. I was like, okay, we can call. So we exchanged numbers. Mm-hmm. And that number stayed locked in my phone this whole time. Yeah, Same number? Yeah. It was yes, the same, same
2: number? number. Yeah, I've had the same number.
1: So I'm excited and hype. 20 this, years. This white, mm-hmm. long-haired, mm-hmm. pretty cool looking Allegedly. dude. Allegedly. Allegedly white, long-haired. <laughs> yeah. He was... He he said he has a rap. So, you know, I took a chance Mm because I was not in the Nashville scene, nowhere near it. Mm -hmm. Because I I just did beats Mm -hmm. in Spring Hill for Mm -hmm. a Spring Hill rap group. Mm -hmm. And as country as that sounds, it wasn't that bad. So I took a chance and then and we the
2: spring hill rap group was the hill mafia <laughs> okay. the hill mafia we okay. were. <laughs> all, right. all right so where did reaper records come that's, that's that, another story reaper records is later <laughs> Okay. <laughs>
1: but it all ties in eventually yeah, yeah
2: yeah so look but look tell the story of the first time you came i was i was i was living in kingston springs at the time and uh, and i had a studio in this bedroom and uh so yeah so uh, so the plan was okay
1: the plan was hit me up you said mm. come out to the spot and i mm-hmm. said cool where's it at you said kingston springs i said where the hell is that mm. so you tell me mm. where's no google maps
2: no I, had, no
1: I think i might have printed it out on MapQuest.
2: yeah i was gonna say i don't even know how i gave you the address like i think i had a business card with my address on it i'm pretty I sure was. i had business cards then yeah because mm. i was really big on like print i always have been like handling business and having business, and that works. would have been the just the unt mm-hmm. target man untouchable records with the yes. unt okay yeah yeah
1: so uh, we we plan the link up mm-hmm. and then I start to drive this long damn
2: near two hour drive <laughs> yeah, yeah up sixty five yeah rush hour traffic through Nashville too not the back way either you went through Nashville
1: well no, I come up uh, sixty five mm-hmm. and hit.
2: 440 though 440 yeah yeah
1: but okay so yeah it is through nashville yeah but not downtown nashville no 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 okay so i'm driving Mm -hmm. picture this i'm going to meet (laughs) this random dude that (laughs) i met at the guitarist or the mars Mars music music store yeah and i'm going to meet him random in the middle of nowhere Mm -hmm. i'm driving an hour and a half and i pass a truck and he says meet me at highway what is it 100 no, what is no, that out there? The exit. What's it's the exit? It's
2: off of Forty. It's exit. I don't know. It's Kingston Springs exit.
1: Kingston know. Springs exit. Yeah.
2: So I get off there,
1: and I'm sitting there, and I'm waiting for him to call. Mm-hmm. And I call him, and he doesn't answer. Mm-hmm. Call him again, he doesn't answer.
2: Do we have cell phones back then? We have cell phones. Okay.
1: And then he calls me, and he says, "Yo, yo, I'm gonna be late." <laughs> is that the voice? I think that's the voice. <laughs> <laughs> I, Maybe. I, yeah, it's kind of close. I said, "Yeah, uh, I'm already at the exit." Mm-hmm. He was like, yeah, my truck broke down. Mm-hmm. And I said, yeah, I think I just passed you. <laughs> he was probably yeah, thinking, yeah,
2: yeah. why didn't he stop? Yeah, 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 hell yeah. So what did you have to do, tow the truck? Uh, this, this is what I'm saying. Like, This is what I love about stories. Because there's so many things I remember very vividly. And then there's so many things that I don't remember all these details, and people tell me all these specifics about it, and I don't remember that. You really? Know I mean? So I, I don't remember. I remember the truck breaking down. I remember you coming. It being that night. I remember you passing and saying, "Yo, I passed the truck," and I'm like, "Damn, dog! Like, why didn't you?" You know? Because like, it,
1: we were on. I was on. 4.40. Yeah, and, I, and that was my way home. And I don't know you.
2: Yeah. Why am I going to just stop <laughs> I, and pick you yeah, up? Yeah, but I'm the person you're supposed to meet. You we're, know? we're
1: three days in meeting yeah. for the very first time. three days? Yeah, I mean, it was like... That's pretty good. Came up to the week and then hit me up and we planned to go for the weekend because we were super hyped. So how
2: the fuck did I get home?
1: I think he called you called your gal.
2: No, you I'm, had to get the truck, truck towed. Yeah, I got it towed. I don't know. Maybe I So the
1: amazing toad. wrapped... Truck mm-hmm. broke down the night I came of out, it which did. should've. I guess most people are it like, did. "It's a sign."
2: That no, truck no, never no. ran again. No, truck. No, me. I don't think it ever did. Uh-uh. I think I gave it away. Actually, it
1: did. Yeah, it sat at Kingston
2: mm-hmm.
1: for oh yeah years,
2: two but, years. But I had the um, but I had the other one, the Chameleon. Oldsmobile, the, yeah, the Oldsmobile, the big body, yeah, 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 the huge, with the huge Untouchable records across the back, yeah, It changed colors with the fat ass. Yeah, it had a uh, uh, it laid. <clears throat> yeah and it had uh the playstation 2 in it and tvs before tvs were a thing in a car oh wow it had the tvs in it and the playstation 2 and it had these audio bond shits and it like was ridiculously loud. audio bond but um but yeah so so then you get, we get there we finally link up we do <coughs> link up that yes, night yes we do late so, it's late yeah it's fucking mad late yeah and
1: and this dude just got me out of his house mm-hmm. and it's a it's a decent house. It's a yeah. nice house. Yeah, yeah. It's a really, I'm going to put that right there. It's a really nice house. Mm-hmm. Right? And then so. And then what well, you to come into the studio. Mm-hmm. So I walk into a, a bedroom. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's a very, how, how big? Probably
2: about 8 by 10. The the bedroom was yeah it was small it was probably it was like a, a ten by twelve yeah bedroom yeah. right but I had so much shit in there you did it was it was like so everything
1: crap. you see here <laughs> in that little <laughs> yeah row. yeah yeah with a mic uh, well the older version of things and a yeah. PC yeah yeah that ran Sony Acid Acid
2: yes and you got to
1: click save absolutely. every time you
2: are done fucking absolutely because it would crash it. you better click it during during <clears throat> so yeah and then you had the um. Rolling joint. So I had the with the tires. No, Yamaha. Oh the Yamaha R S seven thousand. Mm-hmm. With the tires, the model car tires as the knobs. <laughs> Little
1: rims. <laughs> <laughs> you gotta see a, you
2: probably gotta see a picture of that to make yeah, sense. Yeah, that's not so look, imagine a model car tire shoved over a knob so you can spin <sighs> the tire around and adjust the knob. It was innovative. It was dope. It was dope. Oh, wait, no,
1: you got to tell the story. Yeah, so. The hammer.
2: Yeah, so. So, so Joe comes in and he sits down and I'm sitting at the desk. And so I'm trying to pull up the computer and shit, you know what I mean? And it's like one of them old joints, so. It's like Windows 95. Yeah, yeah. And so, um, and, and so it's booting up. And so he's pulling the gear out. So, but he's got the bag for the, the, the beat machine. In, in the floor. So you got it in the floor in front of you. So you're sitting and you're leaning over, getting the thing out. Right. And it's like so, a like a cymbal bag. Yeah, yeah. And red so, velvet in the middle. Yeah, yeah. And so you're leaning over and as you're leaning over, you're having to lean towards the floor. So he's leaning towards the floor. And uh and he's having trouble leaning over. And so he's like, yo and he reaches in his waistband, and he pulls out this pistol and he sits it down, and he looks at me, he goes I'm sorry. I don't know you. And then <laughs> no. leans over and I'm like, it's cool. You know what I mean? It's all good, you know. But, uh, so yeah, that was the, and then we listened to a bunch of tracks. And that was the meeting. That was the, that was the first
1: sit down. Straight
2: to beats. Yeah, straight to the, straight to the tracks. And then it was shortly after that, that we were doing the first project. Because I had so many artists coming out at the time on the label That Joe was just making track after track after track after track. And I was just trying to... And it was like the amount of tracks that you were putting out at that time was absolutely insane because I know we had so many artists at the time. I mean, Tank was still recording then and Tot was there and Too Intense was there. And of course, Slim was there. Locke. Locke was there. And so everybody was still recording. I mean, Cosmo was still recording some then. And so it was like... It was just so many tracks. But, like, you were making tracks for everyone. So it was, like, six, seven artists on the label, and, and you were making tracks for everybody. And it was, it was yeah. dope. It was but I dope would,
1: time. like, that week, I would make the tracks. Mm-hmm. That week, and I would come out, and I would yeah. audition for yes. whoever was there yeah. <laughs> yes, on yes, which yes. ones they I would play it, and they would pick. Yeah.
2: And and it was way before even, like, email was really... I mean, I know email was pop. Email, but you, you couldn't fit. it yeah, we weren't... Yeah, and we didn't know, like I, you know, honestly, I just didn't know a lot about computers, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. I recorded my first album in the 90s, in the late 90s, <clears throat> um, before I went to jail, and and we were recording, when we started recording at Entropy Studios with Jim and Shane, um, when we were recording up there, we were recording on Dads then and yeah, uh and, that would have been standard Industry right standard for for sure then and then <clears throat> at some point during mid-album they moved to to pro tools they got into pro tools
1: that early and
2: yeah that early 90 1998 and um and uh 97 98 on the cusp pro tools just come out as far as i knew you know right. what i mean and they got it and uh they got a system, they had this dope ass studio and sound check. And um and so they they went into Pro Tools and then uh, we started recording on Pro Tools mid album. So I actually finished my album on Pro Tools, the first album. And they transferred everything from ADAT and dumped it into Pro Tools. Um that was the process. But yeah, my first my first my first encounter with recording actually was four track actually, but But yeah, I went like a tape deck for a four track. -track. Yeah, absolutely. And like you couldn't fuck up like you couldn't you couldn't you had to spit it all the way through like we were spitting all the way through like we were spitting hooks and everything and coming back and overdubbing everything and you couldn't mess up. We were fucking sitting around um, and recording on the four track. And you had to pass the mic real quick to do the next verse to whoever's doing the next verse. you hurry up and pass it to them. Really? Yeah, and then they pass it to the, yeah, you know, come back around, pass it to whoever's going to do the hook. Wow. Oh, it was nuts. And I was making all the beats at the time on a Casio keyboard and a a little rolling drum machine. And, uh, yeah, but that was like a a bass, bass backwards fucking story but uh it was still fun but though. yeah yeah no it was cool so yeah so i started on a four track went to jim and shane and them played them the ideas they ch- did everything and we recorded the first album and then i went in and then i got back out and then uh i got out of 2000 and then two two 2001 2002 uh we put out camp compilation and then that's when i met you and then we went from there
1: and so, we went to immediately into the camp mixtape
2: what is it yeah it's uh <clears throat> it was a. Uh, uh right after yeah yeah it was uh what did we even call that i don't even remember what it is so. it was what a mixtape the it camp was compil- it wasn't camp it compilation, was camp compilation. It, was it was a camp i think it was unt just camp. camp yeah 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 untouched burgers camp. Yeah, camp i'm sure there's a name for it there is and i don't know why i fucking can't remember oh, drawn but um but super dope though yeah that that whole project was really fun you know to me that shit was super fun that was like some of the funnest times i had sweating yeah it you're was dope. in the middle of winter
1: sweating your ass off <laughs> in a tiny yeah bedroom because
2: there was so much gear in there i had so much gear in there that i didn't even use nor know how to use and it was hot so of course it was fucking hot you know but like but i and i and i wanted to see i wanted the illusion of the studio right so like i had power to everything so everything powered on everything powered on Rex. but most of it didn't i didn't use it you know <laughs> and and i and i sh- i didn't know how and I, I just didn't know how right you know It very interesting fact very interesting fact because on my first record my first record i had um a distribution deal my first record I sold thousands and thousands and thousands of copies of my first record, independent, completely independent, and uh, that shit was in Sam Goody's and Circuit City and Tower Records and Cats Records and tapes it had chain wide distribution deal in the southeast, and uh, and so it sold thousands and thousands of copies. Of my first album, right? That's and the life I live. That's the life I live. And then whenever I put out the Camp compilation. Um, you know i just had everybody working you know everybody was uh everybody was recording music everybody was writing and recording music and uh i recorded it all i i um i didn't make all the tracks but i made a lot of the tracks yeah uh i recorded everybody i engineered every session i mixed every song who mastered and uh uh that one didn't even that one didn't even get mastered i mastered it my first one got mastered by eric wolf wolf mastering Uh, Back in the day, but but the camp compilation didn't even get mad. I mean, I ran it through like a T-Rex software, right? (laughs) Like I didn't dude. I did everything right and then Cosmo did all the artwork and I didn't want anybody to have a crease in their face on the fold down of the CD jacket like all the other ones. So I gave everybody their own panel. You know what I mean? Because I wanted others? to be fair. Five. It was a uh, five total. Me and four others. And uh, everybody got their own panel. And we did matte black CDs. We did matte and gloss black CDs, mix. We did all this stuff, man. We did all this next level shit. And actually, historically, that's the first rap double disc to come out of Nashville. Is the camp compilation. And it went to stores. It was in stores. I had a distribution deal. And it, it went to stores. And... Um, and uh, uh, a super funny uh, fact about that record yeah. was that there's no compressor on any vocals. There's no compression. There's no. There was no legit mastering. There was no nothing. Right. Because like, I did it all myself, and I didn't even know what a fucking compressor was, dog. <laughs> like, I didn't even know, you know? And so I was just... We were just recording music, you know? It was just fun. And it was dope looking.
1: The, do- the artwork, the double disc, it came... It was. It's not like what people think today double disc two discs in a plastic sleeve this thing had the the fold out
2: full jewel case yeah jewel case that's what they're called called. a double disc then yeah four and they call four over four it's called four over you know you can get four over one which is like a full color and then black and white but we did four over four we did um uh we did high gloss and matte we did matte on the disc i mean i spared no expense you know what i'm saying but like <clears throat> but that was how it always was i mean as far as packaging goes cosmo did all the artwork saddle stitch yeah I, saddle stitch yeah, fold yeah, out, yeah yeah which yeah. makes no sense yeah and that <laughs> one wasn't saddle stitch that was a big panel fold out it yeah. just kept folding it's almost like a folding poster yeah. like a poster you would get in the kellogg's and uh <laughs> so but 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 like I said I spared no expense. Cosmo was actually going to Belmont at the time. Um uh, Matt Osborne. uh and he was going to um Belmont at the time and I was actually uh, signing some papers for him to get extra credits for doing all of untouchable records promo stuff. It was dope. And so yeah, he was man, the he's, dope. Always, he's I mean, always been dope. It was I mean, next
1: next level. Like the and only one doing shit like that mm-hmm. that to that
2: degree mm-hmm. were Signed artist. Yes. And Pistol Boogie and Fresh. At the time when when I was at Entropy recording, um uh Buck and D Tay had just linked up and Pistol Boogie and Fresh were the ones recording and the people knew in Nashville. Wow. And uh and um so yeah, man, that was that was that was the nineties. But yeah, in two thousand two man, um I mean, I guess Haystack was around then, or whatever. Oh yeah, but, Stack was doing stuff. Um, and and then he was doing his thing. He was on the radio and everything. But um, but like I didn't, I didn't know any of those cats. Mm-hmm. I didn't like have any affiliation with any of those cats. I didn't, I didn't, you know, I all I knew was to do what I needed to do for me and my people. You know what I mean? Right. And I totally funded everything. Still to this day, that's been my my thing was. I'll bet my last on me and mine, you know, right. And so, um, so yeah, man, that's, that's how we came to be here.
1: Wow. What do do you want to tell them the, in the process of recording the, uh, Mm mixtape, the first mixtape I was on? Yes. Um, it wasn't one of those days. Was it when we went to Cancun? (laughs) Oh god!
2: God. because that's huge that's huge yeah that's still funny i still didn't know you too well i just knew that you were a
1: super cool dude
2: right and we were having lunch and we were talking about business i invited you to this place that i love and still attend to this day because i'm ritualistic as fuck but um yeah i invited you to lunch and we went to eat at cancun right we were talking about I mean, God knows. We were talking about business. Business, period. Some kind of music, whatever it was going to be. Still fresh.
1: Like, I really didn't. I just knew you were, uh, you know, a good guy. Mm -hmm. Beautiful soul. And Thank you, sir. Very passionate. Yeah. And, uh, you know, I just wanted to be a part of it so bad. So at any opportunity I I could... I would come out, talk with you, sit with you, yeah, yeah. eat Play with video you. Video games. Video yeah, games <laughs> till 5 in the morning. The Cash Cashville
2: yeah. Birdman. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was dope. And that the, was dope. The shooting game. But the shooting game, I still don't remember to this day. Did we have, I don't remember. It had, the blue, we had a blue gun and a red, red gun, gun. And I had that big floor model TV. Yeah. And, uh, and, dude, like we just sat there shooting. I don't even remember what the fuck the name of the game was, but it was so dope. It was, it was just time. two dudes and... And they went on missions or whatever with fucking guns. I don't even remember. So that's that
1: how was. it went. And then mm-hmm. the business dinner I'm talking about went to Cancun.
2: Yeah. And it was, it was a lunch. It was a lunch because it was like daytime. Like a late, late lunch. Yeah, but it was daytime. Yeah, It was, it was smack daytime.
1: So we, we go in there, we have mm-hmm. food, we eat, we have a good time. Mm-hmm. Still learning all JD's little quirks and mm-hmm. whatnot. I had no idea that this is what he's been doing for mm-hmm. years. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So uh, me and you mm-hmm. are walking out of the parking lot. Mm hmm. And from the door, we start walking down the middle of a parking lot, right? Mm-hmm. And then behind us, a truck is trying to get past. Yes. So I start veering to the right mm-hmm. so to get out of the way. And you follow. Just I'm walking slow. very slowly. Right. Because we're talking. Yeah. And you just ate. Mm-hmm. Eating a mint. Eating some mints, yeah. Right. Cancun. The car. Dope mints. As soon as we get clear, the car zooms. It's a truck. He yeah. zooms
2: past. Yeah, and he's super mad that we're walking. Through where he's trying to get to, he
1: throws up the middle finger. Yeah, and he peels like as soon as no, he no, gets what is he doing? He's like yelling through the window. That's what yeah, he's doing.
2: Yeah, but like as we walk past him, he's he's peeling. He's driving behind us, and he's mad that we're walking. I guess in this the part where you drive, right? Because he's so in a hurry in a to go somewhere, lot, wherever, whatever. So yeah, he peels out.
1: Right. He started. You can hear him like yelling through the window. Mm-hmm. So you just simply throw your finger up. Yes, like that. Yes. Just a simple "Hey, fuck you" mm-hmm. for doing yes. whatever. He yeah. he's an asshole. Yeah. ABS slams <laughs> yeah, on the brakes. Yeah. yeah the back, back of the truck. <laughs> yeah. The back end lifts yeah. up.
2: Yeah. He's Superman. We stop. To kill me. We. St- this stop. guy wants to get out. He it throws in a reverse. Right. And he starts peels back. And so I'm walking, foolishly, let me add, um, <laughs> walking towards the truck as he's driving back. Right. And so I way. follow. Yes. Mm. Mm-hmm. And then he slams on his brakes and he jumps out. And um and I was carrying I my phone is in a clip case. This was a flip phone. Y- yeah, but flip phone. But yeah, it had yeah. a
1: it had a leather case with a yes. clear front. Yes. And then yes. It, it had a round
2: peg and a yes. back. And yes, the and, the, and yeah. the round peg and it had little notches in it. So uh when you spun <laughs> it yeah, when you spun it it clicked kinda. Of, right. You know? And I had a bad habit of like just playing with it and spinning it around, you know, on my waist. And so, uh, yeah, so he jumps out and he's like, he wants to kill me, you know what I mean? Like he's so mad and uh, he jumps out and he runs up to me. And I mean, he's in my face, you know, breathing. Yeah, 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 mad, mad, super mad. And I was in the process. I was eating these mints. And look, <laughs> I so look. If you know anything about Cancun, right? Yeah, it's great. It's, it's all for all of your listeners and viewers, right? Okay. Gray food. Okay? It's a Mexican restaurant. It's a Mexican restaurant. Okay. Yeah. Gray food. and They give you these little mints, and they're the little soft mints, you know, that like kind of melt on your tongue if you leave them in there long enough. Them shits is dope, you know. And so. I'm eating my mints, so he jumps out, and I have one in my hand, and I'm I'm ready to eat it. So I'm not gonna stop eating it because this guy wants to kill me, right? Right. So I tear it open and I put it in my mouth, you know, because you got you got to get to the mint, you know right? And so and I grab my phone and I spin it because it was my habit, you know, and it clicks and it clicks, and. I look at him, I say, so, so what are we supposed to do now? You know, because he's really close to me, you know? And so he, he looks down at me and he looks back up in my face and he looks over my shoulder and looks at Joe and he looks back at me and he says, I'm sorry.
0: <laughs> I'm sorry.
2: It's me. I've had a bad day. And he sticks his hand out and he goes, I apologize. And I put my mint wrapper in my left hand, you know, <laughs> and I shake his hand. And he gets, turns around, he gets in the truck, and he, he drives off calmly this time. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. And um, and uh, and then I turn around, <laughs> and Joe's looking at me like, what? and he said, "What the fuck just happened?" You know, <laughs> what just happened? And I mean, I, do it was that was common though. You know, it, I don't get riled up a lot. You know what I mean? So it's only when common. you drive. Yeah, that's awful though. When man. you drive, you have the. Mo- yeah, that is, road it's rage. awful it's road awful of rage. me too like i really have been over the years i've really been trying really hard to to do better you know and be better yeah and all facets of my life you know and uh road rage is just one of those things man that like i really need to get over you know i really need to do better at and i'm trying man but i just Man, just get so
1: fucking you were bad. we were driving one time on on highway 100 mm-hmm. and you tried to throw a full uh sprite McDonald's Sprite cup one of the mm-hmm. jumbo size you mm-hmm. tried to throw that out of my sunroof at the truck next to us. See, this is interesting. You don't, don't remember, remember that? <laughs> no. Yeah. Pull up next time. No. Really? no, I'm good. <laughs> like I didn't. I I got Wait, no. Wait, did you have the Cadillac? You, the, the Cadillac? you had the Cadillac. Yeah, with the sunroof. No. Oh, yeah. 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 So I'm driving, and mm-hmm. the guys like uh, riding her ass mm-hmm. in the car, and like I, then I move over, and they starts doing the you know like, oh, boom, yeah. you know. So I'm just like, yeah, all right, yeah. go on. And then you got so mad, I can imagine. you tried to throw. You were yeah. about to throw and your you telling me no. it was like a 40 yeah, no yeah. you're like pull him next to him and i was like <laughs> i'm good that's so like foolish. i'm good
2: yeah that's you know um thank god honestly thank god i'm where i am now to this day you know i thank god for that man because there was so much foolishness that i did and still um remember and still think about to this day you know it was just really foolish you know, and I have stories for days, and I don't even want to tell them because it's it's stupid, you know. Yeah. And and they're for me; they're fun, and I tell them to people that like this one. You were a part of these, right? And so this is cool to tell, you know. When I get around my other people, and they're a part of those other ones, I like to tell those, and we laugh at them now. And just I just thank God that I can laugh at them, that I'm free and breathing, and that I'm able to do that. And nobody you know gets I mean? hurt. And yeah, now yeah and, now. and they they go home. <laughs> yeah now i mean they're already home it's over right but thank god that um i just thank god for growth man i really do you know because my path now and the way my perspective is now and the way i view everything through this lens now is just so uh uh so much better life yeah you know so grateful for it
1: so i mean was it really is it bad was it bad you growing up and are you tr- are you a troublemaker
2: have no, you always been in trouble? No, I don't even view myself as a troublemaker. You, real what about
1: like an... Ang- were you angry? No,
2: nah, I wasn't even really angry. I just I just knew that early on that like... I, w- I grew up fighting a lot and I just knew early on that I didn't need to take any shit from anybody. You know what I'm saying? That right. I had to... I had to take care of mine because I didn't see a whole lot of me getting taken care of. You know what I'm saying? In those fashions. Right. And so... um also growing up uh just the amount of abuse and stuff that i witnessed mm-hmm. that I don't, I don't even really want to talk about but like stuff like that man like it just it it affects you as a person you know but uh i always had that really quiet like uh humble nature about myself like i you know and that introvert kind of right you know even uh in my uh, quote unquote heyday of the street <laughs> right um had this big house uh in bellevue six bedroom and all this land and a gate and all this stuff and like i had you know my people staying with me and and it was like me and five of my people right right but like you know the hood just came and stayed with me because those were my people i didn't it wasn't anything specific i didn't like i just gravitated towards who i gravitated towards right so so they came and we all stayed together in this house and um and you know it was a constant influx because of the nature of my business at the time there was a constant just like influx of traffic right and people and women and You know, everybody was playing spades and dominoes in the living room and Nintendo 64 was popping in. This is the 90s, you know, and and everybody playing Mario Kart or 007 or that type of shit. Right. And I was just in my room, you know, writing. That's what I like to do, you know, cleaning my guns at the time. And and I would always be writing, you know, and uh, because I wrote all the time. And so all of that, like, wild shit, not that I didn't kick it with people, like, sometimes and stuff, but but for the most part, man, like, I always just was wondering what the fuck was going on in the world. <laughs> right. Like, I was always just thinking about some different shit, you know? When you read uh, my book, The Soul of a Poet, when you read a lot of that stuff in there... I mean, I know a lot of it's negative and down and depressing and shit like that. But that was just who I was at the time. So that's what I wrote about. you know. Right. And when I put the book out, I was in a much better place in life. But I had to catch everybody up. If I want people to know who I am and know my spirit, then I had to catch everybody up right? Oh, so okay. all yeah, of yeah. these writings had to be put in a book. And so now the next book that my next poetry book that I'm working on called Sand from the Hourglass, mm-hmm. representing like the days of my life, right? It's more current. So, you know, you'll read more, um, more positive stuff and more, not that there wasn't any of it, but uh, I mean, it's pretty brutal, you know, <laughs> it's pretty brutal. If you read the book, I've had several people tell me that when I they purchased the book and, and when they got it, that uh, they emailed me or messaged me or whatever it right. was. And they said that uh, I started reading your book and like I had to put it down. I-, I can't read that, like it's like I'm such an empath or whatever the case is, I gotta watch what I take in. And reading your book is like fucking like contaminating me, I guess, because it's so raw, you know, it's so real. But, but I-, I learned that path though too, Joe, and you know this. So like I learned that path really quickly with the music. I started doing music, and I thought I was supposed to get a deal. I thought that was the natural progression of things. That's what, yeah, always seen. That's what we thought was the process. So, I start doing it, started doing, start doing it, and then I start sending demos out. And like, and I've always been about this branding thing and this packaging thing and and putting things together. Mm -hmm. So I had fucking aluminum shiny envelopes and like something that would stand out in the pack. You you know what I mean? So like I was sending out demo after demo and I was getting rejection letter after rejection letter. And uh, from Violator, from Universal South, from everybody at the time, Def Jam, everybody was like, yo, okay. I mean, there were nice letters. You know what I mean? Like they were business. Yeah, Yeah. it was appeasement. It's not like you you
1: get comments on Instagram now. They were just like business letters. Yeah, it was just
2: business letters saying we can't find placement for your project. So that's that on that, right? And so and like so this shit like this shit hurt my feelings. This shit pissed me off. You know this shit was like yo, this is politics. You know what I'm saying? There was all type of stuff. I even spoke one of the cat's names. In the rejection letters in a rap, in a disc record. Like, I spoke him like I got the green light on Mike O, you know? Oh, like, yeah. I remember that. Yeah, so, like, I was mad, you know? But then that was the best thing that ever happened to me. And then, in fast forward, 2005, when I started getting... I was working with an independent A&R rep in, in Atlanta. And uh, when I started getting offers, and there were deals on the table. In 2005, I was rejecting the deals. Oh, wow. You know? Because you're in a different space. Because I was in a different space. And one of the biggest spaces that I was different in was mentally. I was mentally in a different space. I had a different viewpoint on what the game was and what I wanted to do and what I wanted my future to even be like, you right. know what I'm saying? So um, So then I was rejecting the letters because I had started Untouchable Records and it started to do its thing, and I started to understand, staying independent and the importance of that. And so fast- forward again. To when I put the book out, I remember distinctly taking my book and it was in a three ring binder. Like I didn't know anything about it. Right. And it was printed off a of word, you know, and like uh, uh, the fonts were different sizes. Like I got that it looked like shit. It wasn't yeah. a book. I didn't know what I was doing. You know, I mean, I knew Photoshop. I knew Illustrator. I knew all that stuff, but I didn't know how to do it. Right. Right. So, so, um, so I was taking it to Thomas Nielsen and uh Thomas Nielsen and um. Uh, Simon and Schuster and shit like that And I was trying to get sit downs Trying to get them to publish my book And, and I kept hearing that it was too long It's 162 pages right So nobody puts out a 162 page Poetry book that's stupid You know Yeah. Uh, yeah uh, you know my Angelou put out a book And it had one poem in it Like oh, I'm not her you know what I mean What the fuck man you know Like this is just what I'm doing there Your shit was too dark It's not you know it's not good or whatever Yeah And I remember, Joe, man, really vividly, and I've told this story before, I remember bringing that three-ring binder back in here, walking in the studio and throwing it in the floor. Like, I remember throwing it in the floor, man, fuck this shit. Like, it was all too familiar to me. You know what I mean? Like, it happened Like, I remember, like, I'm a like my eyes are even welling up a little bit right now because i remember how disappointing that was to me you know to get that and, rejection uh, absolutely yeah. because it was music all over again dog it was music all over again and you're just me, trying to do to your thing just trying to fucking and they're boxing you in yeah, with their Yeah of course thing. so 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 then angel knew some people uh my girl angel she hit me up with these people get in touch with the people and do da do da do and so print on demand is now a thing i didn't know anything about it so I got in touch with some people, and I started self-publishing my shit, right? right? And so, so once again, it was me funding my own thing. It was me putting up everything for myself in my mission, in yeah. my vision, but doing it dream, the way you want it, doing it the way I want to do it, no restrictions. And so I was like, okay, cool, you know. And then, um, and now here we are in the present, uh, with, uh, with me doing art and these drawings and portraits and, and this gallery stuff. And then it was like, it's like. Again, trying to throw an exhibit, trying to right now currently trying to throw a show, an art show or something like that. You take your art to these art galleries, and there's so much politics involved. Like you did, right? Yeah, it's so much politics involved. And so it's like, okay, I remember this now. I'm better prepared. I don't have to throw anything on the floor and cry about it, right? Right. I, I just know I need to start my own gallery. You know what I mean? Like I need to do my own thing. So it's like you have to take your own shit into your own hands and you have to be willing to go broke doing it. You have to to bet on yourself and and invest in yourself. And if you're not doing it, like I think Chris Rock even said, Chris Rock was credited with a phrase of where his car broke down or something Mm -hmm. and everybody kept passing him. But the second he started pushing his car, people started stopping to help him push it. So the theory was... That if you're helping yourself, people don't mind helping you. You know what I mean? Right. And so that was, um, that's just like, if, as I look back on my whole life, um, I've been very, very fortunate. I say I'm a less fortunate, for, I'm a fortunate less fortunate, you know. <laughs> um, I You know, as I look back on my life, I know that I've attracted, I've been very, very, very blessed and fortunate to have people like such as yourself and, and such as pools of people that I can pull from. And one of my phrases now that I say all the time is your your network is your net worth, right? Right. So like I can I could be flat broke, I could have nothing in the bank, you know what I'm saying? Which is not not um, too far from being the truth, right? So, um, but I could I could have nothing, but I have people, right? I have people, and, and those people know that my name is butter. So it's not just street shit. It's, they know that I'm worth it. They know that I'm good for it. So uh, I can pull people and I can do things and I can make moves with no money because I've, I've established relationships. Right. So throughout the years, you know what I mean? Long so, time. Long time, man. Long time. So anyway.
1: So what about a timeline of the things you've done? Can we start uh, like uh, 98, what your first
2: yeah. album? Um, 98, yeah. I started recording it in 96 and 97. I mean,
1: if you want to jump to the, like, if you want to keep it music, books, art, blah, blah, blah. You
2: know what I mean? So you don't have to go all, how many albums? It's a, I'm working on my 14th album right now. I'm working on my 14th album. I'm working on my second poetry book. I I published and, uh, uh, wrote and illustrated and published a children's book series. Um, I put out an art catalog just recently and, um, and the art catalog was really just a, uh, the first collection of my drawings. But, um, but, yes, yeah, so I put out 14 albums and uh, published three books, uh, 13 albums, working on my 14th album, published three books so far, and uh, and countless um, portraits and drawings and paintings at this right. point. Right, which you're hanging um, in the art gallery. Yeah, which we're, we're doing the first art exhibit on the 18th, um, and uh, so I'm excited about that. Man, I'm excited about showcasing all of that stuff. There is going to be custom furniture in there, too. I know it seems like I just do a little How do you of do? everything. How
1: do you do custom furniture?
2: <laughs> How do you do custom furniture? You want to take yeah. a step back now? Oh, man. Like, oh, hey. he, he yeah, builds in his garage? I'm sure it's very confusing uh, because a lot of people do one thing. And a lot of people want you to be one-dimensional. A lot of people want you to be one-dimensional so badly because they are. And they're scared to do different things. And they're scared to be known for other things. Like, you know, whenever you look at somebody like LeBron James, you know, you want to look at LeBron James as, as a basketball player and that's it. And that's not the case. You know what I'm saying? That's not the case. I mean, the cat does a lot of stuff and I mean, he's actually a big influence of mine because of his, I promise school that he started. And, uh, and that's, um, that's actually where I see my, a lot of my future is in the kids, man, Mm. because as adults, as adults, we get corrupted by responsibility, right? So everything we monetize, we tend to monetize everything. We tend to put numbers on shit, like you know, pick me up at the airport at four o'clock, you know, like oh, you got twenty dollars for gas or whatever, ten dollars or something. You know what I mean? Yeah. We try to monetize everything because we're so focused on bills and adult shit, you know, and uh, and the kids, man, like they just want to do things because they love to do things. You know little johnny wants to fucking play the saxophone because he wants to you know because he wants to it makes him feel good he thinks it's great you don't think i could do this as a career it's not even what it is this is just super cool you know right so if you really want to impact and affect change then you got to reach down towards the kids you know what i'm saying and so i've been working on this uh school idea even before i knew lebron james had a school many many years ago um I started putting all my ideas together cause I'm like a crazy person. I have all these manila folders with all these ideas and apps <laughs> and products that I want to patent and all this shit. Right. And so, uh, but I have the name, uh, for the school and I want to do that. And it's going to be like a boys and girls club for the arts. And, uh, um, you know, it's just, it's just something I'm really passionate about. And I see myself, uh, there term. Uh, of course, there's a lot of stepping stones and, and paths you have to take to get to there. You know. Right. But uh, that's what all this other stuff is for. You know, and when I got offered a show, I actually got offered a show uh, probably about four or five years ago uh, with A&E. And uh, they wanted to do this show on me called The Renaissance Man. And, uh, I can and, see that. <laughs> and I turned it down. And I turned it down. And I was turning it down, like, as they were telling me about it. And I didn't even realize I was turning it down, right? Subconsciously, I guess, wow. right? Because the guy... Was like, yeah, why you been, you know, you've been shaking your head like this the whole time. You know, I've been talking. I was like, no, I didn't, you know. You didn't even realize. And, uh, that. no. And so it was because I can tell, but I can tell you why, though. It's because I don't want to do this shit, you know.
1: Was it because it was going to come on, uh, after
2: the big smoke? <laughs> Promptly no. after big smoke. No, no. Shout no, out the Smoke. No, no and I, do, yeah, and I don't, you know that guy. I don't know that guy. Um, I don't know any of these people really. Um, but no, I didn't want to do it because I didn't want, I don't want that for my life. You right. know, I don't want to be following around with a camera. I live a very quiet life. I live a very quiet life, very peaceful life. And I didn't want that from, for, for. At that point. At that point. I but, want but had
1: thing. someone came to you in 2001, as a TV show. You would have said.
2: Probably yeah, at, at 2001. Yeah. I probably would have took it. Yeah. Uh, it, I mean, like I said, I was, I was, uh, turning down record deals in 2005. Right. And so, um. I think it really took me until 2005 to start processing uh, and, and putting together what I actually wanted to do with my life and my art. You and know? that's a long process. A long I, process. I've been
1: through, through, the, through the majority of
2: Absolutely. it. Absolutely. And you know what's crazy, man, is I, like I tell my son, you know, I tell him all the time that like... You know, just start doing things. Whatever it is. Whatever it is you're passionate about, start doing it. Right. You know, when I rode skateboards, I, I rode skateboards every day. When I played drums, I played drums every day. When I was writing music, I was writing music every day. Some of those things stuck and some of them fell by the wayside, you know? But they were still there. But, I, they, yeah, I had to go through them to understand what it was that was going to be for me in the end. What was going to be a part of my life and what wasn't. But if I don't know, if I don't go through them, then I don't know. You right. know what I mean? So, like... Uh, you know, that that's that's that man. Like um but yeah, I didn't want I didn't want to do that, man. I didn't want to do that. And I still don't want to do that. I don't want that that part for my life. I I like to I don't like all the hoopla and things, you know. That is um, true. I just yeah, that's I don't true. like that's it. True. yeah. I know you've been trying to get me to do this and that and this and that for years and and uh um, It's it sounds easy just telling you, but
1: I, no. I, I'm guessing I guess you attempt it. And then you realize like this is just too much. No, fake. And,
2: and you know what? Like some of the um Yeah, maybe in the beginning, but like now I can pretty much It's like this if the streets taught me anything, they taught me a good judge of character. Right. And so one character that I really had to learn to judge and understand was my own. Who am I? And what do I want? What do I who am I gonna be? Like what what is in my um you know, spectrum, my moral spectrum. Mm-hmm. Right. So there's a, I have this moral compass and we all should. Right. So what fits and what doesn't like? I, I'm not a liar. So I'm not, I'm not going to tell no lies. You know, so when you listen to my music, you don't hear these over embellished, crazy outlandish stories. Right. You just don't. You just, I just tell the truth. I just tell the truth and then you listen to it you gravitate towards it you feel that struggle or you don't yeah. and you don't have to listen and that's fine the, the gift and the curse is you can't uh, not tell the truth exactly but yeah <laughs> I don't know that that's it I don't see the curse part of it I you know I'm very happy about all of this stuff you know but I had to go through a whole gang of trek through the mud and get through over there you know and so now now I can pretty much tell you when you say hey um, Mm, Jody, i want to do this podcast i'm like yeah man that'll be dope because we can just be candidly and we can just be ourselves right yeah um but like uh you know hey well what about why don't we do this and i'm like ah oh, shit, yeah i don't want to do that you know what, <laughs> what i mean so there's a lot of things that i already know by judging my own fucking character what i what i'm willing to do and what i'm not you right. know? but i'm very ritualistic man very like even in food and all of that stuff like people try to give me a Try new things all the time and do new things and all this stuff, and most of the time it's just I already know who I am you know so right it's been a long and you rarely road. bend for anybody rarely rarely, and I'm happy with that, you know because once I start bending I, it's just like i it's like almost instant regret you know <laughs> yeah. like it's like I knew i didn't want to do this it's rare- it rarely ever pans out how people think it's going to pan out, they think they're going to um they think they're going to Introduce me to this new thing and I'm gonna think it's like super dope or whatever. Right. Just rarely ever happens like that.
1: But you gotta admit, sometimes I'll bring you
2: something new and you'll be like,
1: Yeah, I guess it's not that bad. Yeah. Right. Yeah, yeah.
2: There's a I guess that's the rarity, you know what I mean? Right. That's definitely the rarity. But um but yeah, man, it's just I have so many things. I live with this like crazy this crazy sense of urgency. And uh oh. I, I feel and have all these things in inside myself that i have to get out you know yeah and uh so that's why i constantly do things and create things and that's why a lot of people might not understand um a very driven person there's a very driven person i posted a while back uh, a very driven person you know looks like a crazy person to undriven people yeah that's right true. That's and true. so um Yeah, I mean, why does he want to build furniture? Why does he want to write books? Oh, he's an author. Well, you had to build furniture
1: to an extent.
2: It was a your job. Yeah. B your forced career. (laughs) But I took it. But I took it because I was already because I had that background. I had that background from Animax, where I was building things and creating. Animax. Yeah. Animax was. was, uh, I was creating helping create um animatronic robots for uh, theme parks and feature film and then uh so I was there for a while and and the owner and I um had a disagreement <laughs> and uh and that's and that's a, a funny story also but uh and then I started um now I started building custom playgrounds for YMCAs and children's hospitals all over the nation. Oh, I forgot. Totally so, forgot about that. Yeah, so because I've done a lot of things in my life. Yeah. All creative. They were all creative, like forms. I never really had, like, I never worked in food. Like, I never did those kind you really of jobs, don't, really. Do You
1: really don't like food?
2: i love food you love I food but specific. you only like certain yeah. amount of, like <laughs> yeah. i love pork chops yeah 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 i love steak i just order pork chops yeah yeah That's exactly uh, yeah I'm, I'm you know i gotta i but, find things i like and stick with it you yeah know? but um so yeah so i had that background and then i was working at, and uh i was working at soundcheck and um so i was working at soundcheck first a long time ago and uh bob thompson shout out to bob thompson he owned Man. soundcheck back then uh Really good dude man It's a good man, you know taught me a lot and uh, so in soundcheck um, They needed lockers, right for all of the people to store their gear. Oh, so like they the music had music Yeah So studio musicians <clears throat> So studio musicians needed places to store their instruments and things right and so then we had um, we had um, Cartage trucks So what we would do is, let's say like John Hobbs, like a, you know, a a studio musician in Nashville, Mm -hmm. who would say, okay, I got a session at Ocean Way or whatever, you know, at um, 3 p.m., right? So we would go to his locker and take his, you know... Hammond organ or whatever out right and we would load it up with all the cables and all the things and we would uh put it in the truck and we would drive it to oceanway and we would set it up and set it oh, set wow. it set it and boom and we would leave and then he would show up and he would play and then he would leave and then we would come back and load everything up and take it and put it back in his locker right right so but those lockers didn't exist that's, we had, to, we had right. to build the lockers right so so that's where I learned a lot of woodworking and framing and hanging doors and all of that stuff and so
1: And you built the studio we're in before that? Y- yes, when yes. you bought this house. Y- I, yeah, remember, absolutely, yeah, I remember. I remember you building this.
2: This was the first thing and when I bought this house, which will be crazy enough, I bought this house in my, in my 20s, you know. And uh, and and so I the I bought this house uh, this September was 16 years ago? Wow crazy man and uh so yeah whenever i bought this house i was like yo i gotta build a studio that's the first thing i'm gonna do a real like, yeah album. i don't even i don't e- i didn't even have like all of furniture and shit Nothing. for the rest of the no. house right and i'm gonna build this studio so i had it sketched out and so all of this all of these things were already happening before i even started building furniture right you know so but- i
1: remember yeah i remember you bringing in wood and making the riser and then yeah, we went and picked up the bank teller bullet ploof, bulletproof bulletproof yeah. glass. <laughs> yeah, 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 which that is has about
2: five hundred pounds. Yes, and, and it has we had, a couple of holes in it. Right, and actually, yeah. From the bank teller, I did not do that. Where did we but, pick uh, that up at? Uh, this it was cat, like a salvage. No, it was a it was a cat I knew. It was a cat I knew that worked uh, at Animax at the time, mm-hmm. and because I bought this house when I was there, and it was 04 I was working at Animax, and there was a cat named James Strain and and we called him strange and uh cool dude and he was a carpenter and uh he had it out behind this house old bank teller window was that his house that was his house in nashville that was his house yeah right looked off like, of a, Charlotte. Looked like a junkyard it was it was scary <laughs> it was sc- you go pick up this glass yeah, it was uh, <laughs> james you're my dude though yeah. if you're listening you know it's cool no but um good dude he was a good dude but yeah. yeah he gave it to me i think i mean i gave him some money i think voluntarily but he didn't yeah but money. you said hey let's go pick up this glass yeah. and i said cool and he's all oh, bank teller glass i was yeah. like okay it's fine yeah huge that thing was yeah. literally
1: 500 pounds
2: yeah and uh and it's so
1: sitting right behind me yes and had the to wall. build the
2: frame too like that opening was already there and thank god the the glass Because I wouldn't have had no way to cut it, right? So thank God the glass fit in there. I just had to bulk up the frame, you know, and uh, put it in there. So yeah, it was interesting. But but yeah, I've been building shit my whole life, man. Even when I was young, you know, when I was really young, I was always trying to build things and create things. And so it was always my nature to do that stuff. And thank God that I had the mother that I had. That told me to just do the things just do the things that you love you know what I mean like she didn't try to Make me be someone sure to achieve some sort of financial Situation right that was the that was the ticket, you know, so everything that I do and fully and wholeheartedly embracing Everything that I do artistically. Yeah, you know, I credit to her for sure and what's the, and God? What's the name of your company? So the, 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 (laughs) since we can move on to that, since we're there, now now we're kind of here. Yeah. So it's called the ginger seed gallery. And, um, and my mother's name was ginger Moore and I am her seed. And, uh, so, um, it's my homage, you know, and, um, how it happened was I was running my own shop at this place and, uh, but I was still a, a salaried employee, and um oh, and so oh, very well paid yeah very. yeah it was pretty well paid <laughs> uh, shouldn't and, mention uh, that <laughs> but yeah but no no doubt and um and they were going more corporate and uh and so you know once you start dealing with um you know corporations and investors and stuff like that uh things start to become uh less family and more um Structured in a different way as and and so I was a line item, you know And a line item anybody in those business is line item. So I have, I'm a line item I have my name and I have a number next to me and so that number is like why is this number so big and how do we you know the the number in business that the the uh, one of the only numbers in business that a person can control is payroll, right? So they're gonna regulate payroll and so can we do without this dude, you know? And I had built a shop and generated a revenue stream for this company that they weren't doing before I came. And uh, so I came and I designed all these pieces and I hired my guys and uh, I created a shop. There was no shop. I created the shop and I hired my guys. And, and, um, and uh, I just wanted to work with my people, man. I just wanted to work with my people and build a thing. And uh, I saw myself retiring there. I saw... Um, and this was... Last year. Yes, it was last, this was last year. It was twenty nineteen. Yes. yeah Yeah, twenty nineteen. So um so yeah, man, uh and then on my fifth year anniversary, um we were actually getting wood for the shop and uh I was in the back of a box truck and it was backed up. It was the end of a day on a Friday. And uh yeah, end of a day on a Friday. Uh worked all day and uh came back from Lowe's, had a big load and uh we were unloading the lumber <clears throat> and uh the director of operations came and said, Hey, JD, cannot let you, we go upstairs and, uh, <laughs> and, uh, and then, yeah, they let me go. So, um, and, and, you know, and at first, <clears throat> at first, like, yeah, you know, it was really tough for me. You know what I'm saying? Like, you no, know, I remember you called me. Yeah. I mean, it was not, not even, I mean, it, it not even at first because uh, that whole situation meant so much to me. You know what I'm saying? And I knew, and I knew that I was carrying my weight. I knew I was earning my numbers, you know what I'm saying? I knew what I brought to the table, you know? But, um, and it wasn't like, man, like I don't harbor anything against these people, you know what I'm saying? Like, I knew it was something that even the looks in their faces as it was happening was not something that they wanted to do, it was just what it was, you know? And, uh, and it's all love, man, you know? And, and everything is as it's supposed to be if you trust that process. Now, in that moment, now, keep in mind, so I lost my mother, <laughs> I lost my mother on Christmas Day um, in 2017, and this is uh, 2019 that this happened. And, uh, and so this is really, I w- I've been stable since, my, since I lost my mom. I lost her on Christmas Day, so I didn't, 2017 wasn't really, you know, and then 20, all of 2018, right. and then here we are at the beginning of 2019 when this happens, mm-hmm. right? So it's been a year and a half, maybe, tops. You know what I mean? Year, little over a year, actually. You know, but the whole time after I lost my mother, she was so we were so close. You know, her and I, and um, and so man, like it's just crazy because like I hadn't really had a blow, right? If I'm financially stable, and 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 I'm living stable, and I'm healthy, and I don't really have anything going on in my life, you know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, moving forward with everything as as you do. Uh, it, 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 you know. So I'm okay, right? Sure. So then, but then when that happens, I re- I'll never forget it, man. When that happens, it was like almost surreal, you know? And so so they let me go. I get in the car and uh, it was a Friday and it was my weekend to get my son, but he had a band concert, so I wasn't going to get him until Saturday. Right. So I come home mm-hmm. and I live by myself. I live alone. And so I come home Friday night. And I like I wanna call my mom so bad. You know what I mean? Yeah. And uh and so uh, so I'm like, fuck man, you know? So I like of course I cry and I lose my shit and like I have a nervous breakdown, you know what I mean? And um and uh and then I wake up Saturday morning and I'm just like, dude, JD, get your motherfucking ass up. Like get yourself together, dog. Like what are you gonna do? You know what I'm saying? Like what are you gonna do? And I had a meeting with the CEO that Monday. And uh, of the company, I just wanted to speak my piece. Uh, Legally, I had no, uh, like, uh, you know, intellectual property leg to stand on, right? Like, nobody cares, you know what I mean? But, But, like, I want to, I I just want to, emotionally, I want to speak my piece on a moral, ethical Soapbox, yeah. right? And tell me that shit to my yeah, face. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Tell I me that. Tell yeah, me. I, I gotta go to my for face. sure. And and how this is even gonna work? Because they kept the shop open. They kept my guys. They kept all the shit that I designed and built. Of course, they you know just
1: dropped. Just me. You. Just so, get rid of so me. me. So tell me what's up. You know what called? I mean? Yeah.
2: So so we have our conversation. It's all love. It is what it is. I spoke my piece, and I'm like, jenny get your fucking self together. You know what I'm saying? What now? You know what now? Okay, all right. So if I do my own thing, and 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 I would love to say that I stepped down on like grandiose um, courage and your faith right. and all this shit. That that's not true. I was kicked off the ledge, and it was propelled. But I didn't realize then it was propelling me into my destiny. Right and again. But you were kicked off, put down. Of course, again. of Records, course. Books. Story of my life. Yeah. Okay. Story of my life. You know. And uh, so. Um, but it's never it's never about that. You know what I mean? A lot of people wanna address all of the times they've been kicked down. And it's never about that. It's always about the get back. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. It's always about the get back. It's never about the shit that happens to you in life. It's always about how you handle the shit that happens to you in life. Right. That's it. In right? hindsight. So, yeah, when you're standing in the shit, it stinks. You know yeah, what I'm saying? Yeah. But, like, get out of it. Take your shoes off. Take a shower. You don't see no more, right? Yeah. Get out of it. But while you're there, yeah, you're like, mm, this sucks. Yeah, but it
1: makes for a better story if I ask you later. Not <laughs> not when you say, oh, man, they just fired me. And I go, hey, let's sit down on the mic and talk about it. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah, yeah.
2: No, it's a process anyway. It's a process. Yeah. So, um, so, anyway, real shit. <clears throat> real shit, I started seeing... When I lost my mom, I started seeing her birthdays, uh, October 27th. I started seeing 1027 everywhere I looked. I was getting, you know, um, invoices and shit and they would be like, you know, 1027 is the invoice number. Every time I look at the clock, you know, and you could be dismissive. People are dismissive. They look to be dismissive. It's cool. I tend to embrace this shit. Right. right? Except for when you play the lotto. Yeah. (laughs) So. (laughs) You did the lotto. Yeah. Yeah. Um. But, real shit, so I look and i it, it, but but do I go to lunch at about ten thirty eleven right, Early mm-hmm. shit, so yeah. is it ten twenty seven when I start to get hungry? Sure, or do I go to bed at about ten ten thirty at night, right, right, so at about ten thirty, I'm tired of shit, so I look at it as ten twenty seven sure, <laughs> you could dismiss it ten ways on Sunday if you want, to. of course, that's cool, it's all love, you know, but um. But, yeah, man, so I started seeing all this stuff, and I was like, okay, cool. What if I start my own thing? Now I had this shit failing for years, like I was doing my own thing. I had the numbers. The numbers didn't make sense to me. I was like, how many tables am I going to have to build and sell to pay my bills and my mortgage and shit, right? So I had it failing already, but now I'm under the gun. I got to do something. Get up. Let's do something. And Yeah, you have uh, a limited
1: time to do all
2: this. Right. I got to get to work, you know? And so – so anyway, man, like I, I, I was like, I don't want to call it I am JD. I, don't want, I want to be all things JD. I want you to go into this space and I want you to see the furniture that I've built. And on top of that furniture is books I've published. On the walls are prints of pictures I've drawn and there's paintings on right. the walls. And there's all this thing. You hear the music playing in the background. It's JD. And so like, boom. So it's just all things. It's an experience. It's this I am JD experience right and so but i didn't want to call it that it's not universal you already had that yeah also yeah (laughs) and and it's not like a brick and mortar spot right this is not like what you i am jd why go in there this fucking it's all about this dude you know yeah and that's lame so so i started thinking like what do i do so how do i do this and uh and so i wanted to pay you know respect to my mother you know that was the origin of the whole thing and so when i started um Thinking about the name and it hit me, ginger seed, right? And so I Googled it. Like, what the fuck is is does ginger even come from a seed? I don't know botanist, motherfucker. Right. I don't know what the hell's going on, you know? So, so I Googled it, and this fucking thing comes up, and it was like so raw. I mean, I just started bawling, you know. And it gives this description of a ginger seed, and so evidently the seed is this subterranean piece that grows under the ground uh uh and then sometimes called the mother right right in parentheses and uh, it's harvested from like september to november which is october 27th and they're smack in the middle right (laughs) and uh and uh you know you harvest it before it develops a thick skin which you know uh my mother was a resilient person you know for sure and so i was like damn man like You know, it was just like, and then I start to, okay, I'm going to buy, I'm going to buy my domain name. So I called Jim and I'm like, yo, we're going to do this. I'm going to do this and I need this logo and what is it going to take? And so he starts putting everything together and it's just like, you know, it's just all a blessing. And so he's like, yeah, man, buy three domain names. We'll point them all to the same point. So I buy them all and it's like, um, and it's like, uh, you know, they're like $9 a piece. And so I buy them and no tax and they're like $27 or something. I'm like, okay, <laughs> you're not know, supposed to be doing this, you yeah. know? And then, uh, and then, uh, with every move that I made, literally with every move I made, um, I knew it was exactly what I was supposed to be doing. And so after we got the website up and running, I had a bunch of cars in my driveway cause I flipped cars and I like cars and, and, uh, So I sold a BMW and I bought this box truck, you know, and, and, um, and so, you know, it's just, it all spiraled into this big thing and, and it just kept working at every turn. Right. You know, And, and not that there weren't challenges, it's all challenging. Yeah. But, um, but yeah, man, so yeah, it's, uh been nothing short of super interesting no it's a beautiful know. thing really. yeah no it really is and I'm grateful for the whole process but but if I wasn't um if I didn't have myself together mentally if I wasn't prepared spiritually I would not have been able to recognize all of these things for yeah. what they are and embrace them you know yeah and, and where so, where
1: does that come from
2: uh, your
1: amazing ability to become. Uh, uh,
2: I mean, I, you know, I, tr- trial and error, maybe yeah. <laughs> a whole lot of error, but no, uh, when I was young, there's a story about my grandmother that I've told a bunch and, um, uh, and, uh, um, you know, so my, my grandmother, uh, I attributed her to, you know, saving my life, you know, at a very crucial time. And, um, anyway, so when when i was young there was a i had a mother and a father and i believed my father was my father I and I didn't know any different you right. know why would i and uh um uh, as i got older he and i had massive differences and um and i felt something was off in uh in the way he treated me and um, you know, and things of that nature. But anyway, uh later on in life I find out that he's not my biological father. Okay. And uh I didn't know that growing up. And I didn't find that out until much later in life. And uh but anyway in my father was um I believe he was a he was a good man inside. He had a good heart. He really didn't he meant well. But he was a, a um a massively abusive alcoholic and um and drug abuser. And uh and so he he um at a very young age I witnessed him beat my mother um uh brutally. Mhm. And um to the point where he would only stop when he would pass out and she would be almost near death and uh there would be blood all over the linoleum floor and uh, my and my my brother Uh, who's three years older than me, Uh, I'm not very close to, but, um, uh, I haven't talked to him in years, but, um, I, uh, I would ask him like, is they dead? Are they dead? You know, and that's a lot of what my childhood was. And, uh, but anyway, so my mother ended up leaving. And uh, she left and she moved to Nashville. We lived in a small town. And she in took you to No. You, no? No. She just went by herself. She left. She just got the hell up out of here. And, uh, and, and she left us there with him. Oh. And uh, because she couldn't support us. And so she left and um, she moved to Nashville. And um, so he ended up taking us to all these bars. And uh, that's just what he did. You, you know? just became a part of his yeah just Lunch. whatever was his going luggage on. yeah his luggage like, whatever was going come on. on dude there was crazy stories about us riding four-wheelers and blizzards uh you know with with no jacket and like go you know because he was going to get dope and there was no cars you couldn't get a car on the road so you take a four-wheeler with His two friends' 4 four-wheeler were kids you know what i mean and uh I, he was a very large man in stature like very large he was like six foot four four fifty you know very big dude and uh but yeah just crazy stories you know and so there was this um place they like to visit called the brass lantern and uh he would take us there all the time and he knew everybody in this town right so he could get away with anything i mean when he was abusing my mother like nobody did anything she reported it nobody did anything nobody would do anything and that's why she moved right and so um so my father would take us to these bars <clears throat> and get drunk and hang out and inevitably pass out and nobody would tell him to leave nobody they, would move they just
1: wait for him to wake up yeah just like he's on the second one just let him stay we'll get
2: there. It when he wakes. yeah let him stay there right. so my brother and i will push tables together and sleep on the tables because you're not sleeping on the floor of a bar it's fucking nasty right so we'll wipe these tables off push two tables together and get on them and go to sleep and that was how we lived our lives. And uh, and my grandmother, which was his mother, found out about it and was livid, you know. And so she calls him and, and it's this big thing ensues. And we end up going and living with my grandmother. Now, my grandmother lived in this little bitty white house and uh, with what seemed like a huge porch. And uh, I've visited since. Have you? It's, there's, there's it look like? Is it like, tiny? Yes. Yeah, yeah. su- all of it is super tiny. But like know?
1: back then, it was but like Back
2: then, it was like, a, yeah, it was like, giant. wow, you know, it's yeah. cool. And she had a yard. And we, there was a there was a clothesline out there that we used to jump and swing on. we take a milk crate, stand on a milk crate and jump and swing on this clothesline. Mm-hmm. The, the tee pole, not the line, oh, the, but yeah, the, the pole, that, yeah. you know, the pole, right? So we'd swing on this pole. And, uh, and man, look... Dog, like, I mean, we were broke as a joke. You know right, what I'm saying? Like, right. we didn't have t- fucking toys. We didn't have clothes. You had each other. And we had, yeah, dude. <laughs> like, real shit. Like, we didn't have electricity at the time. Like, there was nothing. We play with bugs. We real deal play with bugs. You know, we got a frisbee. <laughs> we got a frisbee one time from our neighbor, and we thought that was just a bit fucking best shit smoking, right? <laughs> But like we went out at night and went around and smacked all the lightning mugs with the Frisbee and we smacked so many that the Frisbee would glow and Ew. we'd throw it and be able to see it at night. That's dope. Crazy, you know? And so um, I remember one time uh, we got from a neighbor two doors down, we got a, a refrigerator box. Mm-hmm. They got a new refrigerator. So they gave us the box. We cut all these little openings with a kitchen knife and like head flaps and shit. And we were battling these wasps and we'd dig a hole in the ground and put a red ant and a black ant, you know, and let them fight each other and like real shit that was Damn. our lives you know and um but i remember one time man that like i woke up in the middle of the night we all slept in the same bed in this room me and my grandmother and my brother and i woke up in the middle of the night and um and uh and right outside of the bedroom was a hallway and the bathroom was right there you know mm-hmm. and uh and it was one of the good times one of the better times where we had electricity and uh um so we got up in the middle of the night and I heard her talking. We called her Ninny. You know, her name was Oline. Okay. And we called her Ninny. And um, we got up in the middle of the night, and she was in the bathroom. She was talking to someone. And, um, and so we're like, damn, man, like, who's here in the middle of the night? We thought maybe Dad came. You know, he would come and drunk and, and piss on himself and fall asleep on the couch. Like, it was just bad, you know? Yeah. It was real bad. So anyway, but she was talking to somebody in the bathroom. And real deal, Joe, like <clears> – <throat> so we creep up to the edge of the door because uh the it was really like right there the bathroom door was right next to the bedroom door and uh so we cracked we had the door cracked and and she had the door cracked and she was in the bathroom with the light on and she was talking and uh we were listening trying to make out the words and i wanted to know who she was talking to really bad you know and uh i just wanted to know if it was another issue or what was happening now you know what is it tonight and <laughs> um uh But yeah, man, um, she was asking this man to, um, to help us, Mm -hmm. you know, to, uh, save us, you know what I mean? And, um, and, uh, you know, to make sure we had enough food. Right. And, and she, of course, kept calling him God. And, uh, so I remember I remember, you know, she got finished, she was praying is what she was doing. And I remember, you know, she was done and she started come back. So we ran and got back into bed real quick, you know. But I remember the next day I went out on that porch, man. I went out on that porch and I was just looking out at the neighborhood. You know, and I was looking out at the neighborhood and looking up at the sky and all that stuff, and I was just thinking, man, there's a dude out there. There's supposed to be some dude out there that can do something for us. You know, that can improve our life. Right. You know, and so like, you know, and and uh, I wanted our lives to be better, and so I was very curious about who God was at a very early age. And keep in mind, I was I don't I don't really remember ages too much it was all of that stuff is very stuck together i just remember i was probably in first grade right uh however old you are then you know uh second grade maybe i don't know but in uh third grade I, I i at the end of third grade i moved to nashville with mom and uh so that's how i got here wow but i've been in tennessee uh you know i mean i was born in tennessee but i've moved out since then uh i've lived in uh i lived in new jersey i lived in uh colorado i lived in um Indiana, I lived in um, uh, Alabama, I lived in quite a few places, but I always came back here, it's home, so, but yeah, man, so that's, um, I, I. you know, I guess, as far back as I can remember, I can attribute that to a spirituality. To that day. And uh, to that moment. Yeah, I to, remember that time, to that time,
1: my fault, that, to that, that yeah, time. Yeah, to that era, to yeah, that, time, that yeah.
2: specific time. Yeah, because... <clears throat> But I remember th- even getting older and trying to understand everything. Mm-hmm. I wanted to understand shit, man. I wanted to figure out how things were working and what right. was doing, how this thing is built. What's really going on? How did, what's, why are these people doing this? You know, It was just asking a million and one questions. Right. Not I failed school miserably because sure. I didn't do it. But, <laughs> but. but also, I
1: mean, I, I, I don't know if you and your brother needed toys. Since he
2: shot you in the leg, <laughs> <laughs> that was, was a uh, crossbow. Uh-huh, yeah, it was a Rupert. crossbow. Yeah, it was a crossbow. <laughs> um, but no, honestly, <clears throat> that was when we had toys. There was a uh, that was before. No, no, that was when we had toys. We actually got to a point uh, when Mom moved up here to Nashville. Uh, she met a guy, and uh, and the guy was very nice. He right. was a nice dude, and uh, that's why she we were able to come up here. Because he was a super cool dude, his name was Mike, and and he was um, and he was um, they worked at UPS together, and and it was a good time. That was probably when I look back on everything, that was probably the most normal period of my life ever was that time we, we he had this place it was a duplex and, where you could uh, just be a kid i was just a kid no worry yeah no he bought us and we were really into ninja shit yeah and uh he bought us uh ninja weapons and we had some kind <laughs> of video game console at the time you know and like we actually had things and it was fucking pretty cool you know yeah. I mean? like and it became it was, it was pretty cool to have uh clothes and like shit like toys and it was pretty. It was pretty. It was a pretty dope time. That's dope. But, but yeah, so we um, we um, uh, we were out back. My mother worked a lot, and uh, we we're in black plant ninja <laughs> shit. You know, is, is this the story? Uh, yeah, and you know, it's very convoluted. Honestly, it's a very convoluted story. Yeah. Um, and because it depending on who you ask. This is what's very interesting about it. (laughs) This is very interesting about this story. Uh, Very interesting is that um, we had a good friend named Jason Jeanette. I'm still cool with him to this day. Great dude. Huge heart. Beautiful dude, right? Mm -hmm. And um, um, he, um, he was with us. Oh, he was. There was more was, people there that there. day. It was me and my brother and him, okay, and um, in real shit. Love, we were playing out behind the duplex. I love the story. And uh, <laughs> it's it's interesting for sure. sure. So we were playing out behind the duplex, and and Jason had a crossbow, and uh, there was a there was a um, uh, a compound bow mm-hmm. also. It was a com. We had a compound bow, a sixty pound compound bow. I was in. That was the summer before my fourth grade year. I was in Nashville. You know what I mean? Like, that was the deal, right? Right. I don't know how old you are then. But (laughs) I was fresh in Nashville. We were in the city. And uh, this is what's popping. You know, we were in the ninja shit. We were getting toys and swords and stars. And we were doing all that. You know what I mean? And uh, so we were behind the house. And there was like a covert, you know, which is that shit, the drainage stuff, right? (laughs) We had a box, and it was like stuffed with blankets or whatever the fuck was in it. I don't even remember. cardboard box. Whatever you could put in it. Yeah, whatever's yeah. in it. We had a target on it, and we were shooting that shit. So there was a compound bow. There was a, a crossbow. And there was a, a, a slingshot. And it was one of those slingshots that you pull back, and, and it has the rest on your forearm. You know what I'm talking about? Oh, like so you can get the leverage. Yeah, you can get the leverage. Uh, you don't pull back uh, on What you. do you call it? Arm. Yeah, arm rest yeah, the armrest thing, yeah. right? You know? so there was one of those and we were shooting arrows out of this crossbow i mean out of this uh slingshot we we're shooting arrows uh thank god they all had a uh, practice tips and not hunting tips you know yeah they would get stuck the, the straight metal practice instead tips, of the yeah, razor it looked like a bullet slug yeah, you know what i mean It wasn't two razor through razors no, no it was just a it looked like a bullet slug you know and uh and so we were shooting all of these things with these various weapons into this box right mom was at work you know and uh, and so we're out there doing that shit. And I say, yo, I got to use the bathroom. Let me go piss. Stop shooting things, right? <laughs> so you had to run down the hill, past the box, to go in the door to the house. And so we're um, so like, okay, cool. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Yo, Time out, motherfuckers. I got to go use the restroom. You know what I'm saying? So I go down the hill. And I'm cutting across. I hear, (laughs) you know, whistling, okay? I'm wearing gray sweatpants. I turn and I look and I see this arrow, dog. Like, and it's happened so fast. And I see it and it hits the top of the box and goes straight in my right thigh. Like, pow, you know what I mean? My whole body jars. I'm like, the fuck you know, and I look down. And I got this arrow stuck in my fucking right thigh, right? Right. And so instantly, from the arrow down, the gray sweatpants turn red. Red. Leg. I mean, just saturated, you know. So I grab it and I'm like, "Yo, motherfucker," you know. And I pull it out, pa! you know, <laughs> throw it down. And I run inside, and so Jason runs home. You know? he got scared? He just, he's just he dips, going, going you know? for help, or he's yeah. scared? No, he's just out. You know, oh. I'm just going home. He lived across the street. So he's out. He runs home. Of course, my brother runs down the hill. We run inside. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, yo, I got to call mom. I got to call mom. He's like, no, we're not calling mom. We got to call mom at work. You know what I mean? Fuck, you know. And so uh, tie this bandana. So I put this bandana on it, you know, and tie the bandana up. And uh, I try to stop the bleeding. I'm holding my leg. We call mom at work. I tell her, like, yo, you know, got shot in the leg with a bow and arrow, you know. And and so... um, So she was like, oh my God, you know, like we were, and we were like, we had swords, real swords. We had real weapons, you know what I mean? Like real shit. Well, we all did growing uh, up. Yeah. Some kids didn't, you know what I mean? But I I mean, ours were like, I didn't know
1: that kid. Yeah. Yeah. We had the the real real deal.
2: Whips and hell yeah, nunchucks and that's the dope life. And Bruce Lee was the shit, you know what I mean? And so we called her and I called her. She was going to come home. And I was like, no, I'm fine. Stop the bleeding. Da, 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 da. And she was like, hell no, I'm coming. Dude, I never went to the hospital. Never went to. I got a, a hole in my leg still to this day. <laughs> to right. This day. But look, ex my brother who shot me, he shot me. Mm-hmm. Right. X, Jason, who shot me, Jason shot me. <laughs> right. So I don't know. Like I say my brother shot me because I, I just always thought my brother shot me because I was like, yo, you shot me when we went in the thing. You know what I mean? But like Jason swore up and down in his memory that he did, you know, he don't know, you know, I don't know what happened. Right. I, and, and it was a compound bow. Right. Or my and my brother said it was the slingshot. And Jason thought it was a crossbow, and Jason still has his crossbow to this day, right? Wow. So like, and I'm like, yo, he posted on Facebook one time. I was like, yo, is that is that the is that it? <laughs> is, <laughs> is, 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 that you know it? what I mean? So like, who who shot me? God knows. Like, I don't know. You know. But anyway, I said tell the story. Like, my brother shot me. You know. But, but yeah, I got shot in the leg with a fucking <laughs> arrow, man. That's a great story. Yeah, it's so <laughs> so stupid. young, dude. It's so stupid. Yeah, so young. And then I got into a fight my first fucking day of fourth grade. In Nashville, fight. yeah. My first day in the Nashville school, I went. I was in fourth grade. I went to um, West Mead Elementary, mm-hmm. and uh, they were like they were like kindergarten through fourth. And so, um, so I, I was just starting. So all these people knew each other. I they had been to school since kindergarten. You know what I mean? I didn't know none of these people. You know, and I got into a fight with a dude and um, in the bathroom my first day, and. Uh, I just spin kick and kicked him in the face. Oh god! Yeah, yeah, I thought it was, was a shit kid. Yeah, and then, and then everybody was like, "Yo, this kid, you know." <laughs> and it was like, uh, "Yeah, I know kung fu, right?" I, yeah. Everybody was like, "You know, son, you know, some like I never confirmed or denied this shit. You know, what I'm saying. <laughs> like, <laughs> I'll just be the dude that knows kung fu, whatever, right? But yeah, it was stupid. It was over something stupid. I didn't even know anybody, you know. But but that led to my led to my understanding of what where. And how I was gonna be here, you know right. what I'm saying? I never,
1: so, I never, never understood that the kids fighting. Yeah,
2: it's stupid.
1: I was what never is. that kid. The the I never. Was I was the, never the kid fighting on I the
2: playground. Always the kid fighting. I fought this. I fought this fat kid in in eighth grade in uh in Alabama, and uh, <laughs> and he was fat yeah, kid. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And grade. he, you know, to his credit, like he didn't even want to fight me. You know, he started it. I took offense to it and and so i said things back to him and i was like oh nah, dog like we was finna go down you know and uh, and he was like no nah, man like i don't even you know what i mean but like uh yeah we ended up fighting and like i had it all mapped out in my head and it never goes that way you know never goes anything like that really um and it and and he was getting the best of me dog like he was big and i kicked him in the stomach and that shit didn't i kicked him in the stomach I kicked him in the stomach and then he, uh, it didn't phase it, man. I was, I was like Ew. in my brain, like Ow. in my brain, like I was going to kick him. And he was going to fall back yeah, lean, lean over or something. And then he was, uh, oh, then you're going to bring the knee up <laughs> yeah, and then you're going to, yeah. yeah. Dude, I had it mapped out. Though. It did not go like that. I kicked him, man, this fool rushed me and picked me up and was like, I mean, dude was about to body slam my ass. And so I'm punching him in the head. And like, it was just stupid. It was stupid. He slammed me down. He was on top of me. I couldn't do shit. And, uh, but I was kicking my legs up. I kept kicking my legs because he was up high on top yeah. of me. So I kept kicking my legs up. Like I can get my, the back of my ankles around his face or something. You know what I mean? So I can kick him back. Right? Oh, cause, like you, got no, yeah, cause so you got no, yeah. Cause I can, I can, you know you what I mean? You got no other option. Yeah. I got no other option. I can't move <laughs> this dude, you know? And, uh, but it was so wild because like he was swinging at me and I'm moving my head side to side. And he's hitting the grass, you know, and I'm like, oh, oh, shit. And I kick my legs up again. I kick my leg. But when I kick my legs up, he don't know what I'm doing. He just thinks I'm trying to buck him. So as I kick my legs up and I could tell I was getting close to his head because the pe- the kids that were around the crowd was like, oh, shit, you know, and I'm like, <laughs> yeah, I'm getting close. And I eventually, I eventually get my legs up both enough to where the back to my heels get around his face. And I kicked back and pulled him back up off me. But on the way back down, his head hits a rock that was embedded in the grass on uh, the back of his head whenever I kicked him back, you know. And wow. it hit him knocked him out. And I was like, I looked down. I was like, oh, shit. And I was wearing gloves like I was going to fight in these gloves like an idiot. What a, were they the fingerless idiot. gloves? Yeah, fingerless gloves. I knew it. What an idiot, right? You were that kid? An, Yes, I was an idiot. And so, but we got up and ran. We didn't even fucking help this kid, you know. Thank God he was fine. We ended up being friends after that, you know. I ended up being friends with the guy in fourth grade. Like, I ended up being friends with all these people. Jula. And, uh, but, yeah, man, it was just, uh, stupid. Like, stupid shit, you know. Right. Always stupid shit. That's so great. But, yeah, we don't, I don't want to tell them of this. That story. poor it's dude. But, uh. But, yeah, man, no, it's, uh, it's been, uh it's been it's been wild it's been interesting it's been a a roller coaster for sure and i'm grateful for it all because it all taught me everything that i needed to understand and know to be the man i am today you know what i mean real shit all of it when i think back on all the dumb shit like i just i'm just glad that i'm free and breathing that's what i say all the time just glad i'm free and breathing yeah because all that shit was dumb as hell and, then, and I ain't even remotely scratched the surface. These are stupid little stories, you know what I'm saying? Like, but um, but yeah, just now it's just that that um, that it's that quiet life. That's why the quiet life is so important. To me, right. You know? Well,
1: but you uh you go out more than I do.
2: Yeah, 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 yeah,
1: for sure. <laughs> like you, yeah, you would come top golf, and I'd be like,
2: mm-hmm. ah. I'm but good. you know what? Those Joe, like, but but I respect you so much, and and I and I and I, and I your life is really dope. Because you have the wife at home and you have the kids at home, and like that's something I was never able to pull off. Mm-hmm. That was something I I was never able to be successful at. Right. And uh, and that's also a big hole in in um and in, uh, in my accomplishments. You know what I'm saying? That that shit like I guess just it shit just wasn't for me. Like you got know
1: what a, man? I'm not got away, but it's just it's there. It's a it hole. Yeah,
2: it just wasn't for me. It wasn't for me. Not to say that it's not in the future. I don't know. You know but it, it wasn't it wasn't for me so far i mm-hmm. tried i tried to have that you know what i mean but um not many guys can do it no i wanted to <laughs> not i wanted many, to
1: not, nowadays especially nowadays not yeah.
2: many people
1: are no married with children and happy it, in a <laughs> right. house
2: and they're not willing to work at it you know there's not a lot of the morality is gone and there's a lot of the stuff that that it takes to do that yeah that people aren't willing to do no not a lot i mean it's it's
1: both ways it's difficult you know what i mean like it it doesn't work like if you're willing to do it and then she's not right and then you got to work on that and then you're just like you know what i'm tired of this
2: yeah and that and that sucks that that really sucks for me because i want to pour my all into a situation like you do with everything like i do with everything else i go all in music
1: yes wood painting
2: everything I'm, i'm going all in I'm going all in. I'm never half-assing shit. You know yeah. what I mean? I'm not a part-time person. You know? I'm going all in, and um, and it's just I went all in repeatedly with the wrong people. Now they were fine. They were the right person then. For you know the time, what I mean? for the yeah, time, but it didn't work out. No, it didn't. Obviously. And you know, <clears throat> even on that note, as a, me as a person, on that note, that's that's why I was single for so long. Because I was like, when I look back at my relationships, mm-hmm. I look back at them and I was like, yo, like, <clears throat> you know, I may not have been the the factor for the demise of that particular relationship or that one or that one or that one or a majority of them or whatever, right? Sure. But I was the common denominator. So what what is wrong with me? What is it about me that keeps picking these people that aren't for me long term well maybe
1: it's just uh you don't it's not like you don't love yourself but you're not mm-hmm. done loving yourself
2: or I, I it could all be a possibility My, what i came That's up with what i, with, I, think. What, I <laughs> what i came up with was was that i i you know I needed to still work on myself. It wasn't me that was creating the demise, yeah. but I was still taking a part of it, right? Yeah. So there's still something wrong. I need to gather myself spiritually. Yeah, but if you're not complete, mm. you
1: can't have other things. In, I mean, kids, they're forced in your life, obviously, a- because that's that. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? That's just that, the destiny of kids. Right. But if you can't, if you're not whole with yourself mm-hmm. in total love, mm-hmm. secure, you're mm-hmm. not going to be able to share that with right. friends
2: or right wife now or whatever now, girlfriend me comfortably i am right but like i wasn't picking people um for it it wasn't happening for the long term i was all in right but it was always like a shortage of matched energy but yeah I, I could but you don't really you don't get to pick
1: your soulmate, right i know that like right. i know that Yeah, like you don't right. like you can't tell me you couldn't tell me Right, that's gonna be wrong. Yeah, you exact, know what I mean. No ex- way.
2: Exactly. And so, so that's the thing, though. Like I was, I was picking these people, and you know, it took me a long time to understand something. And you know, it seems very simple, but mm-hmm. it, but it was very monumental whenever I pro- finally processed the information. Right. Um. And Zabar, now, funny enough, Zabar and I just had this conversation. <laughs> you know, and I said, man, it took me so long to understand that. Just because I like you, right? So there's a, I meet a female and I like her and then she likes me. So there's this woman. I like you. You like me, right? Mm Mm-hmm. doesn't mean we have to be together. Like I was always thought that if you meet a woman and you like her and she likes you, then you're together. Right. That's Let's easy. keep doing that's this easy. Right? Yeah. And and that's not the case. And so <clears throat> in this my recent life, mm-hmm. this past five years or so, it's like been that, you know, you go out on dates or you go hang out with with these women or whatever the case may be. And you spend time with them and then you're cool. OK, cool, cool. I like you. Yeah, I like you. OK, cool. Let's go eat or whatever the case may be and then leave. You know what I'm saying? And it's okay. We, <laughs> we don't have to enter into this lifelong commitment. You know what I mean? Like we don't have to do that. Yeah. And so, um, but historically, uh, coming up, I thought I was supposed to be in a relationship. I was best suited to be in a relationship because I wanted to cater. That's my nature is to cater and love and respect. And women to me were superheroes. Sure. I mean, I watched women raise me. I watched my grandmother, who passed away in 1998, um, I watched her raise me, step in when my father wasn't handling his business. I watched my mother go through all the things she went through, two-time breast cancer survivor, uh, abuse after abuse after abuse, right? Mm -hmm. I saw her still do her best to take care of me. I have a lot of women friends that are actual single mothers and that, um, uh, and they the, the stuff they do is, is just superhero-esque you know yeah it's just amazing so women are super dope to me and I have the utmost respect for them that's not all and, women uh, <laughs> oh no, no it's just not the old. one yeah okay no yeah. for sure yeah for sure no, but don't get it twisted no that's not but all. no but it's not all it's not all of us either you know yeah. what I'm saying uh, you know there's good ones and there's, there's fucking dudes that go to every bar and hang out and don't handle their business don't take care of their kids and that's not every one of us either you know yeah. we can't lump anyone well, it's, yeah.
1: People the people I hang around with are <laughs> Yeah.
2: Well I can choose
1: and yeah, pick that. Yeah, you need to, yeah. Change. Yeah, you need to change. Yeah. yeah,
2: you need to change and pick that. But yeah. No man, it's just um I just want to be all in in all of facets of my life. Mm-hmm. If it's going to be some old bullshit, I don't want to be a part of it. You know what I'm saying? Let's do it. Let's do it and let's do it every day. Let's make it happen. Like, you know, we're going to make this business happen. We're going to do it every fucking day. I'm going to wait work every day at this shit, man. Yeah. I want to be great at this. I want, if I'm going to draw pictures and that's going to be a part of what I'm known for, then I want to be the best at it. And then I look at other people that are better than me and I'm like, damn, I, I, it's not, I'm not envious. Yeah. I just want to understand. Let me learn. You know, Let me learn so I ask questions. You know, But I, I just want to be all in with everything in my life. Mm-hmm. I'm going to be your friend 24-7. I'm not going to turn my back. I'm not going to, when you're not here, I'm not going to dog you out and all that old shit. You know what I mean? I'm just a loyalist. And that is just in my moral compass. Right. And that's wh- wh- what I want to be known for. When my name is, when it's all said and done, and which I have plans for that. Yes. <laughs> and uh, I have plans for it's, that. Yes. And uh, when it's all said and done, um, I hope that I did my part. Mm-hmm. And I hope that I reach people. And I hope that um, we can all share stories and laugh and love. And that be the ticket. You know what I mean? That's what I want. That kind of memory. Right. So... So I could just play this podcast. Yeah, basically. Day of the funeral. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> Just basically. in case I forget. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or just we don't find it. store different... it. Yeah. Like all that other footage. Just Sa- store it. Save it. Save it for later. Yeah. So. But yeah, man. Dude, we could do this. You know we could do this. What? All damn night long. Yeah, I know.
1: What time what is, it? is it? I don't know. Well, let's cut it short. Fuck. Not dude. short. What do we... Almost
2: one and a half hour. That's good. You got to get a uh, thing? Yeah, I'm supposed to take Min-Man at some point, but I guess I haven't said That's good. Eight, I mean, good. Um, no, I mean, man, I just
1: wanted I... The, uh, a small glimpse into yeah. JD. I mean, it's not even, it's really hard to put you into description, especially when you tell somebody new. Mm-hmm. Hey, you should meet my guy, JD. Yeah, what's he do?
2: Oh, shit. Yeah. what doesn't he do right you know what i mean right
1: uh so it's really hard to do so it's i mean obviously you can't be contained in an hour and 50 minutes
2: yeah and and, and i don't want to be that would be no no because I, I want me. all the, the funny shit mm-hmm. <laughs> the funny shit's good no it's real good but you know, it's other, all, other topics. look it's all good because it's my life you know yeah <laughs> it's yeah my and real, then people can all get this real and
1: shit your dog's really big and he bit me No, nah, she you. bit me she didn't bite she you. bit me she don't bite no she wants to go pee-pees yeah she wants to go pee-pees where can people find your uh...
2: um, yeah so um, just, just cause they're gonna be curious afterwards yeah well that's good uh, imjd.com uh-huh. is where uh, the music and the art is and, and listen <clears throat> there's 13 albums on jd.com. you can live stream them from I'mjd.com, uh, there's never any ads. There's never any commercial interruptions. You know, mm-hmm. I don't fuck with Spotify and Pandora. I don't, I don't, I don't do that. I don't do people like. we're gonna find you? And they want to. They want to. To. They want it to be like your official. If you're on these places listen i don't fuck with them on purpose anybody can get on spotify anybody can be on fucking apple music or itunes or google play anybody can do that yeah you can it's easy i don't do it on fucking purpose because i want my home uh com to be the home for all of my art right Mm -hmm. and so I want you to go there. I want you to listen. You can pull it up on your browser. You can close your browser and it'll still play. You know what I'm saying? Like, dog, like it's so funny how people are. I know I'm set in my ways, but like at the same time, they want things to be official. The way they the, in the official. lens the, yeah. in the lens they if, look at if it, you basically.
1: don't have the tank necklace <laughs> with the diamonds <laughs> yeah. like you didn't yeah, make yeah, that yeah. a rap album yeah yeah exactly and that was how it was back you know back in the yeah so
2: imjd.com i-a-m-j-a-y-d-e.com so so you go there you can you can listen to all the music you can stream it to shit you can just whatever whatever what play it play it can you download it you you're now <clears throat> no. Oh, okay. okay. No, but yet one of my DJ homeboys did. And I don't know how he did it. It's a Squarespace site, so there's old, might be a way. Old right? DJ, DJ a- pirate? <laughs> yeah. There might be a way to rip it. Look, if you could rip it, rip it. Dog, like, I don't give a fuck. My music is always 100% free will be till I die. Right. I don't want a royalty. Keep your pennies. And I don't care about that stuff. I don't want it. I don't want it. I don't want it. I keep... There's so many things in my life that I will monetize, and there's so many things that I will not monetize, and that's going to be my balance. Mm-hmm. I'm going to maintain my balance. I'm going to feed my wallet, and I'm going to feed my spirit. Too many of us are not feeding our spirits and only chasing feeding the wallet, and like, so we have to maintain our balance in that fashion. So music is always free. I make music because I love to do it. I do it when I want to do it, how I want to do it, and I give it to you and present it in the fashion package it how I want to. Right. And then so you listen to it or you don't listen to it. Either one of those is beautiful. Right. I don't care. Right. And so then there are my books on there. Uh, all three books are on imjd.com. Um, and uh, my my uh, canvases are for sale on there. And uh, if you come to the exhibit on the 18th in Franklin, they will be cheaper than they are on the site. And uh, and uh, my or, paintings, you can view the paintings on or
1: there. if they were there if they at 18th.
2: If they were there on the eighteenth, um, you could have bought them just because, just in case this comes out later. Yeah, I got a lot of editing. Yeah, so yeah, uh, yeah, uh, yeah. You could have bought them if you were there. You might have bought it. So yeah, just like, thank oh, yeah, them for coming out. It. Yeah, yeah. Say it like appreciate that. you.
1: It's done. I'm out. Thanks for coming out. Thanks for coming out on
2: the eighteenth. That yeah. was a great time. We had That's a great right, man. I'm preemptively, postemptively. Yeah, um, but yeah. So uh, and then the Ginger Sea Gallery. Dot com mm-hmm. is uh the um custom furniture site uh that's the business uh basically uh the ginger seat gallery presents i am jd uh that's the thing you know um the ginger seat gallery is the business it's an llc and it's the business and uh, i filter everything artistically that i do uh whether it's furniture whether it's canvas whether it's anything if i monetize it it gets ran and filtered through the business oh okay and so each time I get a check, actually, and take it to the bank, it's got my name on it. I mean, it's got my mother's name on it, you know. And, uh, you know, it says the Ginger C Gallery on the checks. And, and it's just a, it's an amazing feeling, really, you know. To uh, uh, First couple of checks I put in there, I cried yeah. on my way leaving the bank, you know. And uh, I guess y'all can... Tell by listening to this, maybe I cry a lot. I yeah. don't know. I, want, I want
1: I want to share that with yeah. you. Write me yeah. a check, yeah, yeah, so that I can share that with you. Will you cry? So that I could. If you depends cry. how big it is. <laughs> <laughs> depends on how much you're willing to put on the check. Yeah. Is depending on if That's I cry, it's gonna be but
2: problematic. I'll, I'll take um, it, even if it's fictional. Yeah. Um, man, it's just a beautiful thing, man. It's all a beautiful thing, and and it's all a blessing. And I'm just grateful for the whole process. You know what I'm saying um creating and living um on my terms yeah is uh my goal and it's my real life right now and uh i'm not rolling in no dough you know what i mean like i'm not um you know i'm not just doing whatever the hell i want to do willy-nilly with finances and stuff like that that's not that's not real you know what i mean yeah but uh what is real is that I never have a bad day. My guy, Parker, who's my assistant on uh, at the Ginger Seed, man, he's just been huge, and he's a great dude. And he helps me more than most people will ever know, you know what I mean? And uh, he's just awesome. And, and, you know, and I might have just said he's my assistant, but, like, he's really my partner. He's my guy, you know what I mean? He helps hold it down Yeah. and uh, just super thorough. And so I've just been very blessed with the people that I have in my life, you know, that... Um, are um, positively impacting me, mm-hmm. you know a lot of people tell me that i 've positively impacted them and i you know and the humble me doesn't know how to accept it you know right but uh, but like they don 't understand that like people do that to me too, you know what i 'm saying People lend these hands and they contribute, and nobody 's self made that 's some bullshit, so <laughs> you chalk that up man nobody 's self made you know what I mean somebody helped you somewhere. At some point and at some time, somebody invested something in you. Just whether you choose to acknowledge whether you choose that. to acknowledge it, uh, acknowledge it or not. Like financially, whether it's financially or you know spiritually, or they a good word, a kind heart, or mentally, whatever it is, someone impacted you. You know what I'm saying? Right. And uh, and people, not enough people, uh, give people the credit that they deserve. They just don't. You know, and it frustrates the shit out of me because you're big on that one. I'm big you're on big on, on that one. Yeah, because just, they, because they, Joe, you just know, just say thank you. They don't. They notoriously fucking don't do it. They just won't do it. It's and hard it's,
1: for people to do it. But though.
2: why, man? It's not hard. Like if someone did something for you, or if you took somebody's style, if you, <laughs> if you, if you, um, you know, raped and pillaged someone whole shit right and then took it and embodied it or took pieces from it or whatever then just say that dog just say it yeah it's gonna make you look fucked up you should look fucked up if you're doing fucked up shit yeah you know what i'm saying this is what i'm talking about but like just say what the truth is and then just (laughs) let's get on down the road there's a truth thing yeah it's fucking stupid it's stupid just let's just tell the truth you know but they can't do it because the fact is, is that most people feel like they have to be something that they're not and they do not. Yeah. You know,
1: well, I mean, in the general scheme of things, everyone kind of does that. Like you are not a artist or a book writer. I mean, there's your that's what you portray as like a like a human consciousness. Like that's you know what I mean? Like your your conscious is mm-hmm. whatever you are. But that's my real life right but as a human that's your real life yes but as a spiritual like you're more than that obviously uh, but 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 i'm saying yeah so but that to that degree Mm -hmm. and then they just take it a step farther they're like playing a role might as well play a deeper role yeah or the
2: fact that in their real life It's just not that interesting. It's not. No one's life is really that interesting. Some people's is. Yeah. Some people's got some... They got some great stories. You, you know have what I'm saying? great stories. I appreciate it.
1: But a lot of I, people, I, they wouldn't find that interesting.
2: Right. Or <laughs> they don't... They never did anything with their life. Right. They never rolled any dice, so they never hit no point. Right? They never did anything. They never explored anything. They never were in any sort of situation. No. That was uncomfortable that they did something and survived it. Right? People love to appeal to the masses like they've overcome so much when mo- a lot of people's lives were not riddled with the hardship at all maybe maybe it was they just don't know how to explain it it's true cool. true or if your life wasn't riddled with hardship at all then wouldn't you just fucking send what up you know what i mean and <laughs> say thanks <laughs> yeah right like embrace that like right. when people want it to be a struggle fuck that I, that would have been cool as shit to yeah. have some Easy shit happened, you know what I mean, or whatever, yeah. right? But like, but <clears throat> it's what I wrestle with with my son now. Mm-hmm. You know, I I want him to, um, I want him to not go through what I went through, but learn what I learned.
1: Yeah, that's not easy. <laughs> that's that's not. You can't <laughs> have that. You can't have
2: both. <laughs> right? But like,
1: you know, I do. I do the same thing. Yes.
2: Yeah. What, but what I
1: mean, you got to remember also, like. I never as a kid, like your stories as a kid are with, foolish. They're crazy. Mm-hmm. And, uh, they're touching and it's amazing. I've never went through that. I've never wanted for shit. So yeah. I don't know well, that's that. That's pretty dope. I don't know that struggle. Like my life has been new <laughs> besides a couple days where I'm just irritated for no reason. Like my life's fucking perfect. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. Like, come on. Yeah. come on, And now. that's dope. Yeah. You know, I yeah. mean, and I guess it's how I choose to, to look at or view it. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Like, you never had anyone die? Like, yeah, but, you know, I look at it differently. Yeah. You know what I mean? Or you never been poor. Like, never been, no, nah, never been poor. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So I don't know that. So I share it, you know, through you. Yeah, yeah. You know? Yeah. And uh, so I got to, you know, raise my kids hoping that they don't go down my friend's path like absolutely. not my path go down my path my path was yeah, shit. yeah pretty good go down my path yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, I go, yeah that's my, like, wife kids that's pretty good i got that's I, pretty dope yeah and not yeah. only like you know my cool you know like money wise like mm-hmm. i'm good like mm-hmm. i never wanted more than i could i, I mean i do want but I, you know what sure, i mean but my sure. life my yeah. life is richer than
2: anything anyone can even have absolutely and that but that but that's the perspective that we have to reach and look we're 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 so much in control of that through the blessing of free will right right? so like but like you weren't in your own way so much of your life Mm -hmm. which is dope so you weren't in your own way i was in my own way so much right you know what i'm saying when i was homeless for an extended period of time i mean whether it was um whether it was i was homeless in colorado for a while Mm -hmm. um and when I was homeless, when I was young, sleeping in the park off of Charlotte, right? Like I, you know, but the, these were really choices yeah. that you know that I had, I had kind of that I'd made inevitably by being in my own way, you know, and creating my own some of my own difficulties. I had difficulties that made me the person that I was, and then my response to the difficulties was a lot of times was more difficulties, right? You know, and so I was compounding. <laughs> My own issues that I that were not mine that were mine but not caused by me, mm-hmm. I was compounding them by reacting, uh, in a fashion that was compounding. You see what I'm saying? Yeah, so like, uh, I, maybe initially, it wasn't, I was born into a situation, then I was born into a situation. My response to the situation was creating more situations, all of which were negative, sure. So then I had to get to a point where. I need to get out of my own way. I need to quit being my own problem. There's going to be enough of those. Come anyway. Life is going to kick you enough issues. Yeah. Don't create any on your normal, own. You know what I mean? Normal life. Is <laughs> yeah, gonna yeah. It. Absolutely. So. Yeah. No, man. but
1: I mean, I get it. I mean, I was raised. I mean, just like everyone else is raised. You're raised, you know, how are raised? To be mm-hmm. taught a certain way, to learn a certain way, to do or a certain way. Or you're not way. raised. Right. And you're just kind of out
2: learning, learning your own. Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But you, I, you gotta teach yourself at some point. And uh, yeah, I did. It just was a long road of uh, the wrong choices. Yeah, a long road, of long choices, wrong. They were super wrong. A lot of them were. <clears throat> I could justify them all I want at the
1: time. At the time. At the time, you. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, no, but, I've been faced with the same thing. It's but, just what what you choose to do with it at the time. Yes. Makes. The future, which, you know, the future really doesn't exist. The past don't exist. It's just the present, of course. Right. But, you know, it's at that present moment is when you need to go, hey. Right. Do it or don't do it. For sure. And you might do it and end up in your path or maybe don't do it and end up in my path. And either way, we're still here.
2: Yeah. Thank God. (laughs) Thank God, though. Free and breathing. Right. So... Well, man, I appreciate you, brother. I appreciate, I appreciate you coming out. Thank appreciate you. appreciate everything you're doing. I love you, man. And uh, I'm excited about this venture. I mean, it's um, just the start because yeah. we, got a,
1: we got a lot of stuff to do.
2: Yeah, man. Which one of these? Uh, f- uh, the bottom one. My <laughs> you could button tell. was wrong. You could tell. But, yeah, man, uh, the Flock With Us thing is like, um, you know, and and and, and so look, <clears throat> so for the listeners that that don't know, which is, Almost all of you. Um, there was a point in time when I was running Untouchable Records, and I had a bunch of artists, and um, and I, you know, I was footing the bill for everything. I had the studio. I was paying for the photo shoots. I was getting all the graphics done, and I was just wanting my artists to record and and be free as artists to make and create whatever they wanted to. Right, right. So I didn't want it to be a financial burden for them. So I was going to bear the weight financially. So. I just wanted them to come, and and it was amazing watching people that claim they loved a thing never do the thing they claim they love. You
1: know what? When I did Slim the other day, Mm -hmm. when I sat down with Slim, he Mm -hmm. told me, we we talked about the UNT, Mm -hmm. and he said, uh, uh, you know, if JD didn't go to pick these guys up Mm -hmm. and make them come do this, Mm -hmm. he said they never would have came out.
2: That's true. And that is, uh, that's very true. And that's what I'm saying. So, <clears throat> but what I want everybody to know is, is that, um, I believe it was 2012, maybe 2011. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, and 2011, I was, um, I was just like, man, I gotta do something. I gotta do something, you know? I've got this, I've got this, uh, label with all these artists. And, uh, you know, everybody has a picture on the page, everybody has their own page on the website and all this whole shit. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I remember that. Nice. Like, that so, um, um, uh, and we were creating those sites, remember, through the, the, that company yeah. or whatever it was. Yeah, so we were uh, the, the CMS software, the content management system. So, <laughs> so, so anyway, I can't remember what it's called Karma. Yeah, yeah, Karma. Damn, that's fucking nuts. So, <clears throat> anyway, I remember calling a few of my key people. I think it was 2011. I called, I called you, mm-hmm. I called Angel, and I called Cosmo. And I said, yo, um, I think I'm just going to shut UntouchableRecords.com down mm. and uh, I'm running a fucking daycare. You know what I mean? I'm just babysitting people and uh, <clears throat> and the only new music that ever goes on there is mine. Yeah. And so I want to do this. I am JD thing. You know what I'm saying? And I want to brand me because I know that I got me and I know that I'll churn out work. Mm hmm. And uh, I remember it was so funny because you didn't know I called Cosmo. Cosmo didn't know I called you. Angel didn't know I called you. Right. (laughs) And every one of you said, yeah, I think it's about time. It's about damn time. Yeah. Yeah, it's time. Right. So and that was true. And that was huge. It was a very pivotal time in my life um, that I wanted to make that move. And and I wanted to, I knew that I had me, you know what I'm saying? I just wanted to kind of get on a weight loss program and uh, do what I needed to do. But
1: also, uh, all the people who were part of the label, Mm -hmm. the ones who, uh, by that time, by the time you Mm -hmm. decided to shut it down, the Mm -hmm. ones who were actually going to do shit for themselves Mm -hmm. have actually branched out and already started doing their own thing. Absolutely. Uh, Cosmo, Mm -hmm. he left. Yes. Uh, Slim mm-hmm. did his own thing wholesale. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Angel mm-hmm. did her own thing with the music, mm-hmm. the band. Yep. What is still it?
2: doing it? Uh, uh, um, L acoustic song. Yeah,
1: JoeRilla.com. Mm-hmm. All uh, that. Yeah. Who else did anything? Then
2: everyone else just kind of nah, went back nah, to their nah, normal said, life. Yeah, yeah, and you're not know, saying some, that they they're they're all leeches. I'm just yeah, saying like they just for went sure. Back. Yeah, and I mean, it, it, and and uh, some of them are not with us anymore. And sure. so, um, so yeah, man, it was just a uh, but it was. And that's what I'm saying. It was kind of like Untouchable Records was a is a family. Uh, it in in it, it is and was and still is very much so a home for people to be free and create as artists. Mm-hmm. I still do this. You know what I'm saying? I still uh, lend my hand. I still um, extend my hand. I still do that to people. Uh, to um, to create freely yeah. and let it be about the art to you know anyone I mean? who wants to do it yeah damn near anyone you know what i mean yeah. and uh i have to be careful with how i spend my energy <laughs> and my time you know what i mean uh but uh that's your dog by the way yes yes she she, a, she grunts a 200 pound dog <laughs> on the ground
1: pick her up pick her up she's 200 no. pounds hell it's no. a 200 pound pit bull mm-hmm. That actually bit me earlier <laughs> on the tummy. He bit me, me on the tummy. Oh,
2: you did not buy him, did you? You know you did not. But um, but yeah, man, it's just about the art, and it's about creating freely, and it's about loving yourself and loving what you do. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And uh, and that's the that's the thing, man. And that's actually uh, like I said, whenever I say um, where I see myself uh in the future um, mm-hmm. as far as uh, when it's all said and done um that's what i want to be a huge part of um my legacy is that what i want to uh help people achieve for themselves you know what i mean yeah that's cool
1: i can't i can't personally i can't see myself in the future
2: never have really yeah
1: i just kind of live for what it is yeah like it's hard you know people say it's interesting you see in five years in five years i'm gonna have a label and i'm gonna you know i'm gonna work i'm not gonna work at mcdonald's anymore and yeah, yeah. I remember people always just ask me. You, you would hear that question. Where do you, you know, mm-hmm. where do you see yourself in ten years? Mm-hmm. I remember the teachers would, would honestly ask me that. Yeah, the I mean, teachers, the teachers ask shit. would say, "Where do you see yourself in five years?" And I would mm-hmm. just kind of look at them and be like,
2: "I don't know." Yeah, <laughs> who cares? Like, yeah.
1: I can't really, I can't see future. Can yeah. I cannot see myself in the future?
2: Man, dude, like I got, I got placements all figured out. See what, what I mean? mean? Yeah, like not that I got it figured out. No, but right? you see it. You see yeah. your plan,
1: just like you're beating up the For fat sure. kid. Yeah. No offense to fat kid. Like you knew what <laughs> no, you were no gonna do. To the kid. kick. I always like to remember the his name. Thing. He's a pretty
2: cool dude. But uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Maybe, Maybe he'll I, see you. Listen, if he sees you, <clears> the <throat> plans are yours and interruptions are gods. It's in my book. It's a, it's a, a motto, my credo. Uh, it's all of that, right? Yeah. right? Plans are yours and interruptions are gods. Real shit. All we're going to do is make plans. Right. The whole time we're here, we're going to make plans to do this, to see this person, to date this person, to marry this person, to get this job, to create this thing, to uh, move here and, and live this and get this career and all this stuff. Right. Have these kids. We're just making plans. Some of them are going to work and some of them are not. I believe wholeheartedly that the ones that are working are line, you lining up with through your intuition with God's plan. It says in the Bible, regardless if you want to believe the Bible or not or whatever the case may be, You know, we it's, all pick and choose. It's in print. We all pick and choose. have it It, yeah yeah, it says the days were fashioned for us before there were any right uh so uh, if all this stuff is some big long divine plan and that is the case and that is the belief, then uh then we are just trying to figure out what it is. Mm-hmm. What's gonna line up? What what is what is for me. Oh, okay, this is for me because it did work. That wasn't for me because it didn't work. You right. know what I'm saying? And so plans are yours and are gods, you know, real shit. So a lot of people want to they want to discredit and discount, of course, right? So they say, Okay, JD, but look, what if you Go to this job, and then they don't. You don't get hired. Is it not for me? And I just fucking quit. And I was like, dude. First off, it's not all that fucking black and white, dog. Like there's many shades of gray in this life. Oh yeah, a lot you more know? to it. So, 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 how much did you want the job? Did you love the job? Do you feel were you passionate about the job? Do you feel like you were supposed to get the job? Maybe you went. They didn't hire you because you didn't have enough skills yet. So you need to go back home. You need to sharpen all your fucking tools. You need to get all your shit together. <laughs> you need to improve yourself, and then go back again you know what i'm saying and then if you're ready and it is for you then you will get it and if you didn't and you're still passionate about it then go back learn some more shit get your shit together train a little bit more go back again right and so it's not that fucking simple people want the easy way out right so like look if you went to that job and you thought yeah this is for me you know what i'm saying and then you go and then they fucking tell you nah, and you don't yeah. get hired, and then you're like... Ugh. Then it wasn't for you. You should have been there. Your stupid ass shouldn't have been there anyway. You right. know what I mean? Like, it's just... People want to discount and, and discredit things whenever it, the answers are all right there. Like, I sent you some Gary Vee shit, right? And, and like, I love that dude, and I yeah. watch his shit all the time, but I sent you some Gary Vee shit. You saw it, and you were like, it's a shame that fucking people don't, can't get this for themselves. Yeah, they yeah. need this guy to tell them some of the most simplistic Fucking core basic bullshit. Yeah, right. It's not bullshit. The things he's saying is real, but it's just sad that people need someone to tell them such a fucking common. Yeah, and that's what I said. Thing.
1: It's sad that people need this.
2: Right. It, it, absolutely. Not did, Gary Vee's dope. You know. Yeah. Well, I that, don't.
1: I'm not into Gary Vee that yeah. much. Yeah. I, I, I. Yeah. I know you get it. Yeah. I, yeah, get yeah. It. I don't. It's not for me. Yeah. I don't yeah, like yeah. It. yeah. I just don't get it. But
2: like you know, but but you know, there's so much of our own answers. We have, I've said it a million times, right? So mm-hmm. you're born into this world. You've got that God gave you and granted you all these things. You've got this tool bag you've got all these tools, right? So you're like, okay, cool. I got the tools. You got the tools. Everybody got the tools, right? Mm-hmm. What are you going to do with them? Are you going to open your bag up and pull them out and say, okay, if I drill this, if I pull it really hard, it's too much and learn drill control and then really learn to use all these tools that he gave you in this tool bag, right? right. You're totally equipped. Or you're gonna sell all your tools and I don't even know what to do with this and throw them away and lose them and be negligent and you know what I mean and then your life's in shambles and you can't fix anything and they're like shit man what the fuck and you go to God and you're like yo hey yeah. you know my life's in shambles and he's like I gave you this fucking tool bag you know what I mean I'm like what'd you do with the tools you know oh, well, is, I never even that, looked at it is that like
1: the uh, or the guys out there drowning. Oh yeah, yeah, that's, and, yeah. Oh, and God, stuck and, on the island,
2: and oh, the boat, yeah, and the plane. boat comes by and <laughs> says, "Yo,
1: you need help?" He said, "No, I'm good. God got me." Yeah, yeah, God and, got me. And so they take off, yeah, and then yeah. another boat comes by and yeah, says, "Yo, I, like, you need yeah, help?"
2: Yeah, yeah. He's like,
1: "No, I'm good. God got me." Real and shit. then he died. He gets yeah. up to God. Why didn't you help me? Yeah, God said, "Why didn't you?" I sent two yeah.
2: people for you. Right, and and it's real shit though. Like, and they tell it on the island where with the helicopter and the boat and the plane or whatever. You yeah. know, it's all the many variations. But my my variation is the tool bag. We can. There's so much of our own stuff that we can fix mm-hmm. by through His grace, right, or her grace, or whatever you want to feel. I don't the, I don't, the the grace. grace. The grace. I don't even care. What do you call even, it? The grace. I don't even care, dog. Like I don't even care. I'm a spiritual person. I'm not a religious person. Religion is some man made laws and eat the cracker and the drink the thing and the come at this time. Yeah. And give us a 10% of yeah. your shit, you know? No, I'm cool. Um, but, you know, to believe whatever you want to believe. Whatever, <laughs> if, if whatever you believe makes you a better person, if it gets you there. Yeah. Take it. Cool. You Buddhist? All right, dog. Like yeah. Whatever it is. But, yeah, man, like, there's so much things, there's so many things that. That we can fix, and He gave us all the parts and pieces, and we can fix them. Yeah. So just whether you're gonna do it or not. Yeah.
1: I say, I say, you live in the now. Mm-hmm. The past and the future mm-hmm. are just in your mind. Mm-hmm.
2: But what if you live into the future
1: well see i'm blessed enough
2: to have to live <laughs> in the present
1: like i'm able to live yeah. in the present so right I, I don't know about you yeah i don't know about do the street yeah. i don't know about the dog on the floor right i know me yeah and mine yeah. so that's how i mean i'm just, I just extremely know that blessed that to be that, able to do
2: that <clears throat> i know people that that don't have any plans that make no plans right not that you don't have any plans i'm just saying i know i know someone uh that that says hey man jesus is coming soon and right why should we even buy a house Just, and then you live in my pool house right mm-hmm. so like why get out of my damn pool house if i didn't need to buy a house yeah you but you're saying? you're him yeah but no so, <laughs> you are he no so <laughs> no he didn't want to make any plans he didn't want to make no plans because he didn't even believe the future existed right 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 but yet it keeps existing in your future but he keeps living here and he keeps being homeless because he keeps making. You gotta oh, kick yeah. him out. Oh, I did. That's your oh, business. No, I did. Yeah, yeah you. I removed. You <laughs> Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I removed for sure. But yeah. But like I keep, I keep watching him. Not make any plans and not execute and not get a wrangle, not use any of his tools to fix his own life mm-hmm. because he believes that any moment, like 10 years ago, he told me Jesus is coming. And so it's all going to go to shit. So why would, even, why would he even get a house? Why would he even do that? Why would he even make any plans? Why would we even do any of that? You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And so, so <clears throat> but then I keep seeing him be miserable. So like, don't be miserable if you chose that. I don't give a fuck what you do. I don't care what you believe. I don't care what you do with your life. You want to live in the woods. I don't give a fuck. Cool. That shit seems pretty cool. Yeah. You know what I mean? I'll see you there. If you're happy there, you know what I mean? Cool. I'm not here to knock nobody. I'm just... All I'm going to continue to do, Joe, is something that you know me to do and you know I'm going to do. All I'm going to do is continue to make my plans and uh, th- th- some things are going to work and some things are not. You yep. know. And I'm going to continue to do that. I'm going to continue to... Uh, uh, create goals to be you and to be me. You're to gonna create be goals you. and smash them and keep going. You know what I'm saying? If, yeah. Anyone that knows you knows you. Like, That's hey, it. That's JD. Don't worry about it. Yeah, that. I'm gonna go. <laughs> you know. So, but man, I appreciate you, brother. Oh man, we gotta go. I appreciate okay. you, brother. Oh, no, we're good. Uh, we're, uh, we're good. We're just pick up later. We should have started with a, a episode the spiritual one. stuff. Yeah, we should have yeah. <laughs> started with spiritual stuff first. Ep- that was episode was good. one. Uh, that was good shit. Season one. <laughs> nah, it, it is what it is it, yeah, it's just yeah, yeah. It, it's just here yeah it's dope yeah. the sit down flock with us with joe Rilla, it's interesting bitch though. is this new oh no is it's this dope. new for you you no, been on a dope. podcast before yeah yeah um uh, but uh i only did a podcast with people i knew oh. because like, oh fuck me then, yeah, yeah, right? that's no, no, new no, just me no. you knew everything <laughs> the jd character no, again no. he does everything but um uh, oh, yeah right, man i appreciate entropy. Mm-hmm. do you do injury? yeah fireproof friday yeah oh yeah, fire. i remember i wanted to be on
1: fireproof friday yeah they
2: were dope it was dope i just talked to jim the other day he's sick shout out to jim get better jim Brother. feel better yes sir jim you should have had me on yeah i don't know why
1: we'll do it again this is it yeah let's have jim on yeah let's, we can yeah, bring jim on yeah. here and i can rectify stick, right the wrong I can stick it to make it all
2: <laughs> make it all right in the yeah, world like you know why
1: you're here yeah. is because i wanted you here yeah, you didn't man. want me
2: there no yeah. now how do you feel yeah eat that yeah, man dope dope all right man i love you brother thank you Love right, you man too.
1: yep oh wait all love i should have just said all love i love you really? too sounds really weird
2: no it doesn't it does
1: Not love all, all love, love. what's the slimsless Slim's nice. love love. Yeah, love like he just leaves it at that i'll yeah. say
2: yeah because some people aren't man enough i tell my brothers i love them yeah but I love you, man. But
1: Slim still needs to be—he still has to be cool about it. Yeah, and that's you know. No, and he is cool. So he say, says love. Yeah, so I say it's dope. Uh, yeah, all right, man. Be safe. Well, I seen him yeah. the other day. The other day, and I was like, hey, it's good to see you for somebody I yeah. since you get out. Yeah. All right, man. Be good. I love you. He said, Yeah, love. And he just slams <laughs> the door, and I'm just like, Did we have a moment? <laughs> yeah, you had a moment. I think. Yeah, we, yeah you did. Yeah. You did. And the same thing yeah. when we, we talked to him on the phone when he would call. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, and he would My be like, love. Yeah, love. Yeah, and then yeah. and then you yeah. would just hear background chatter.
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're, like, You're supposed to hang up. Yeah. Hello?
1: <laughs> Hello? And he just leaves the phone and gets hanging <laughs> yeah, during the, yeah, the thing. Yeah. Yeah. yeah that dude's yeah, so cool. For sure. Glad to back.
2: Yes, sir. All right, brother. All right, brother.